From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello! And welcome to, to episode 40-something. Three? Yeah, maybe. I think it I don't know. No, I, I will. I think I'm right. All right. Well, let's. 43. All right. I'm sticking to it. All right. Let's say, let's just, let's just say it's 43. I think it's 44. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I just got back on a jet plane today because I'm a good damn jet setter. And a model. An and actual a model. model. You looked like you were living a luxurious life. It was wonderful. A much needed getaway. Yep. And um, and your hands, back. your hands made you some dala dala. They sure did. They got me a free trip out of town. It's very exciting. And I wore a hotel room luxurious robe for forty hours. Love it. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of business for this episode. Do we? Yes. And then I also have some bad news for you. What? Do you want me to start with the bad news and then do the business? I think so. Okay. So. I have some bad news about your ghost boyfriend. Oh, no. So we thought that for those of you that don't remember, what episode did we talk about that? I th- I don't remember. But it was that there's a ghost that lives in my kitchen. Oh, in House of Wax. In House of Wax. There's a ghost that Take lives in my me kitchen. home yep. tonight. So because both of us had that song put into our head in the same place. And we were like, there is literally no other explanation than there is an 80s ghost that lives in my kitchen yeah. that Kim is now but. Be- trothed to right there's no other logical <laughs> that way that this could play out quickly, other than this 
turned into only that. Yeah. And like I had a whole binder going for like the, you know, yeah. the wedding and, and ghost family. I, I thought it was a done deal. Yeah. So I got off Tinder. Well, here's what happened. What? I have this habit. Sometimes I fill in it at my old job in the office. I have this habit of getting Starbucks. Right. And then I leave the cup there and I created this nice little pyramid of Starbucks cups that were at my desk. And one of my coworkers wanted me to take them home. So she wrote on the post-it, take me home tonight. (laughs) That (laughs) cup then made it into the kitchen and was just like in our periphery, I guess. And so both of us subconsciously read that post-it. No. And that's why we sang the song in the kitchen at the same place. Isn't that devastating? What do I need to do to find love? Will I be alone forever? Wear a corset on a daily devastated. basis. Devastated. Devastated by a post-it note. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was right. didn't know how to tell you. Let's take a well, shot. I need a shot of whiskey now. To to mask our misery. <sighs> Cheers to being alone forever. <laughs> we'll find you another ghost. Don't worry. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> But isn't that crazy how our brains work? Yeah, that's very interesting. That we both read it, but like (laughs) didn't compute that we were reading something. Right. Like, and then it equated into a song. Into into the same song (laughs) for both of us. So, sorry. Ruined your day. Let's change the subject. What business do we have? Okay. Well, now we'll do something fun. Okay. We're going to give away a mug. Okay. Mug uh, of my tears. Full of my tears. <laughs> a mug of my tears. Here we go. Okay. Who's These are all of the people that have written us five-star reviews. And the winner is... Robot Funk. Robot Funk? How oh my exciting. Gosh. Yay. You win wow. a mug. Robot Funk. What's up? How's um, it going? Email us. Yeah. If you want your mug... We're holding it hostage. KKSamPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll send you a motherfucking mug full of Kim's tears. Oh. <laughs> Do we have other biz? We have a song to sing. Okay. Who who gets a song today? The Ghostess. <gasps> that feels poignant based on the news you just got. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's sing a funeral dirge. Ready? I don't know what a funeral dirge sounds like. like. You start then. It'll. I'll just. I'll just make it sound kind of melancholy. You ready? Ghostess, Ghostess. with the most. Thank you for your review. That was my ghost. If you'd noise. like to um, introduce me to your brother, <laughs> Ghostess, um, the ghost, the ghost, ghost Ghostess. Bro. If you, if you have a brother, um, and you're available, like- I'm available. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. Thank you, Ghostess. Thank you, the Ghostess. You're the mostest. You are the mostest. You're the mostest with the mostest. Yeah. You fucking named yourself that just so we would you say it, for didn't sure. You? For sure. I'm sorry did. you didn't get like a upbeat ghostest with the mostest song, but it was a it was a melancholy beautiful ghosty kind of haunting sort of tune a tune 
was a lovely tune. Is that all our business? I think so. I think that's all our business. I told you the bad news. We picked a mug. We sang a song. Great. Okay. Oh, uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Canceled everything. <laughs> One of my 75 drinks spilled all over me. <laughs> Was bound anyway, okay, I'm all cleaned up. Kim is uh, ready to go. <laughs> we got her sippy cup uh, all fixed. <laughs> She's uh, <laughs> ready to go. Okay, so I yes. watched a Soup's Creeps movie yes. from our friend Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Uh, I loved it. I actually... Didn't I had wanted to watch this one and I didn't realize when I first came across it that it was a Mike Flanagan film. And uh, I realized yeah. later that it's actually a prequel to a story that somebody else made that Mike was like, I'm gonna do a prequel to this bitch. Oh, and it has lots of our dear friends because he kind of works oh. with like the same cat, like the same cast or right. whatever. Again. Yeah. So it's like a ton of our friends from The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. And I'm like, how do I get on that roster? Yeah. My friend again, we're available. We're ready to be on your Rolodex of people you like working with. We're fun. So I James? watched. Are you listening? James? <laughs> James? I actually almost texted James to be like, do you have a cameo in this one? Because I know that sometimes he. I know. When you said our friends are in it, I was like, you mean James Flanagan? No, I, didn't. <laughs> I looked everywhere for James in this one. I don't think uh, he's in this one. Um, but so James gonna... was our TA in acting one. Yeah. And his big brother is Mike Flanagan, he... and, um, who also went to Towson University. Yeah. Towson University. What? What? Was up? So, yeah, sometimes James will appear in stuff james is one he's such a good actor yeah he's so good he was so awesome he was such a good ta jimmy anna and i loved fucking with him and just doing anything we could to make him uncomfortable (laughs) it was like our favorite game to play in the whole world i remember we put like really inappropriate pictures and we like taped them into his good night moon book oh wow (laughs) (laughs) do you remember those like those things that were like Polar, like they came out like Polaroids, but they were sticky and they yeah. were mini. So somebody had How one did of those. Do that? that was cool. Yeah, I like those. Somebody had one of those at a party at a guess, obviously James's place. Yeah. And so Anna and I, I don't even know what we fucking did. We just like snuck into his room and like took like <laughs> skanky boudoir <laughs> pictures on his bed and then just like I opened his book and still stuck them in. doesn't know that. Like no, he like, does because he got oh. he, because we were still his students like, <laughs> at the time that we did it. So he was like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> and we were like, no, it's not. I wish that like because like who reads looks at Goodnight Moon that much? Maybe James. I but, mean, it was on his <laughs> nightstand. But like, what if it just like was saved to like his he's like children. and he opens it right now and he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's really like has a kid and he's like, this is for you. It was mine when I was a kid, et cetera, et cetera. And they open it and they're like, oh, well, here's the thing is he is an uncle to to Mike's kid. <laughs> so I'm like, I really hope oh, he no, can. Don't give that. <laughs> Please don't give that to Mike Flanagan. <laughs> oh, shit. That would be really fucking funny. I have to tell Anna about that again. I wonder if she remembers that. James was also the one who when that guy Josh broke up with me. Mm-hmm. James was my rock, man. Aww. Really got me through that breakup. Sweetie. Thank you, James Flanagan. Anyway, back to Mike, Mike Flanagan. Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag we're available. Yep. We would like to be part of your roster and uh, you can call our people. And by our people, I mean uh, um, ourselves. 
James has my number. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched Ouija, Origin of Evil. Mm. So was this, this was made after Ouija? Ouija. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So did you know Ouija? I was doing some... I don't know that this is it doesn't matter. I was doing some research the other day on something. <laughs> okay. Uh, mostly casting directors, to be honest. Sure. And someone, I think, cast, I was like an interview between from one casting director to another and one had cast Ouija too. And she was talking about that. And then I looked at the other ones like IMDb and she had cast actually the original Ouija. And I was like, interesting. Is um, it? No, I know. That's why I, 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 I basically wanted to stop talking the second I started saying and this. And I wanted like, to just let you keep going. But then it was like, that was what we were talking about. So like, that's the depth of like, and I know about Ouija, um, is who cast them. You guys, one of my favorite games is to just get Kim either accidentally or on purpose into a situation where she feels just slightly uncomfortable and then just kind of watch her just wiggle about. It's my fate. <laughs> one of my favorite games in the I, whole world. I didn't want to be talking that entire time. I know so I you like, did. This isn't interesting. And I was just like, I'm not going to cut her so off. Boring. I'm not going to. I'm not going to interject. I I'm just going to let Ouija it go. And Ouija too. <laughs> That's what I know about Ouija. <laughs> oh, my other favorite Kim game. This isn't going to translate super well. Maybe I'll, I'll have Kim film a video of it. So Kim does this thing where if she's thinking a conversation or thinking something in her brain, (laughs) you can see it on her face. So there are times where I will just sit back and watch the Kim show where she's reading something or typing something and she's having a full blown conversation with herself in her head. But all of the expressions are at 100 on her face. It just happened. And it's just my favorite thing. I'll have I'll let, I'll do an impression of it. You can film it and post it. It's just the best. Any fucking way. So, Ouija and Ouija 2 were made? Mm-hmm. I don't know what we need a timeline. Yeah. Well, I'll make I'll make Eric do it. <laughs> like when and how and when. So, are you ready? I do love a Ouija board. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Slash, I kind of want to do a Ouija seance. No, I we I think I said this on the podcast before, but I when I went out with um, a horror writer, mm-hmm. he was doing a bunch of fucking research, and he was like, the one thing across the board that oh, I think from the the what's her face is the Warrens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Say like from all of the hauntings that they've done their entire lives like like what's the one like constant or like the one like thing that seems to be like the number one cause yeah it's overall and it's Ouija board so you should totally I don't know if our listeners listen to one of my favorite podcasts called the dollop but the dollop does an entire episode on the history of Ouija Mm. and what's so interesting is like it is 100% creep factor for sure and I've, I think you told me that about the Warrens, that it's like, that's the common denominator. But when you listen to the history of it, you're like, how did these people like stumble upon this method of communication? Yeah, because it's truly just like a board game that people were trying to like scam people with, right. basically. But it really, it's got something... Something to it is, you yeah, know we, yeah. we covered that like even my dad who's like totally yeah. whatever is like no Ouija boards in the it. house like it's got like all this shit surrounding well, that's him. where like, I am now and I'm totally into it all. yeah and like no more okay now well you're gonna be no no more 
doubly after you hear this I one. would love to hear more about the origins of it. So on our postmortem, could you do that? Thanks. Yes, great. <laughs> I will do the origins of the Ouija on our postmortem. Great. Okay. So here we go. Besides what we learned in this movie, I guess, Ouija origin no, story. No, <laughs> here's what I will say. The the origin of the Ouija board, not super covered in this. Got it. Great. So That's I will I do that. Know. I will do that. I will take care of it. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. I'll do anything for you. Oh, okay. thank you. You know that. Don't get weird. You know I do fucking anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. L.A. Ooh. 1967. Ooh. Can you see it? Can you see the cars? Can you see the clothes? Can you see the... Yes. Got it. Okay. Got it. I'm in. So. Bright lights. Big city. Yep. Except it's more suburban and dark lights because it's a seance, but oh, okay. close. Got it. <laughs> okay. So it opens with the first line is, let's begin. And it's a seance. And it is our friend from the Haunting of Hill House, the chick who played the sister who's the morti- who is the mortician. Mm-hmm. That her. sister. Mm-hmm. She's great in this. Sitting at the table with a father and daughter, but like a f- older father and like a daughter like our age, okay. not like a, you know, little kid. And then also, so it's, it's three of them sitting right. at the table. And the sister from H-O-H-H. Haunting of Hill House. Got it. Thank you. You and you are in my brain. Okay. So the old guy is really tearful and he wants to talk to his wife. The younger woman, who is Mike Flanagan's wife, who played Theo. <gasps> I love her. She's in it. She's just got like a little cameo. Oh, fuck. I forgot to do Dead or Alive. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Because we play this fucking game. Okay. Are you ready? So, so ready. M- dead or alive. Actually, I wouldn't mind just skipping these always. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did you a favor. Guess how many dead or alive you have? Not a lot. Only six. Thank you. Guess how many question points you have? A lot. 22. Great. You're welcome. All right. So first dead or alive. Mom, who is the mortician sister in House on Haunted Hill? Is she dead or alive? In the movie oh, that I'm watching, okay. the sister in House um, on Haunted Hill. Alive. Doris, who I also sometimes refer to as younger daughter, but I, I tried to mm, autocorrect. Okay. Lena, who I also refer to as older daughter. Alive. Father E.T., who is Henry Thomas. Wow. This really is just the oh, cast of Haunting of Hill Yeah, he, That's what I'm saying. He really, truly has a Rolodex that we got to fucking insert Get our little in. card into. Father E.T. Um, alive. Dad. As in the husband to mom. Dead. Smooch boy. Dead. Okay. Here we go. So we already covered LA, 1967, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's basically was a good description of this whole podcast yeah, so yeah, far. Pretty much. All right. So the old guy wants to talk to his wife, who's dead. Obviously, it's a seance. You got that. The younger woman who's Theo in a blonde wig is super skeptical and his daughter. Mm -hmm. She is basically like, dad, don't give this woman your money. Like she's like straight up bitchy, like to the Sam's lady's face. (laughs) All of a sudden the door creaks open, like the door to like a little curio cabinet. And the daughter is still skeptical, but also creeped. And mom says, Mary, if that's you, give us a sign. Blow out a candle. One of the candles in the middle of the table goes out. Mm-hmm. 
the old man starts crying and she says you get three questions and he says can you forgive me are you in pain now the candle indicates by staying lit for yes and going out for no that's how she told the spirit to to communicate Mm -hmm. and then mom says okay you get one more question and Theo says something shitty. She's like, why just one more? Like, why is the spirit world limited th- to three questions? <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, bitch. My thought, too. I'm like, because they're busy. They don't have time to fucking answer your questions all goddamn day. They're just hanging out. They're in the- between worlds. Yeah, God. What do so, they have to do? Answer my questions, bitch. They're busy, Kim. I'm sorry. They're they have to invade kitchens hanging and around put songs in songs. <laughs> R.I.P. Kitchen Ghost. So they look over as he's about to ask his last question and there is a shadow behind the curtain that is human shaped and the father asks the shadow should my daughter marry this dude daughter being blonde lady Uh and he's like he says that he'll marry her but he can only afford to marry her if I invest in this thing Mm. should I do it red flag yeah red like fucking fucking bright fire flag (laughs) and he's like should i do it he says it's a really great investment but i don't know like should i do it and all of a sudden the candle goes out and And that was a no and that was a no okay and then they turn to the curtain and the phantom lunges from behind the curtain and screams the old guy falls to the ground like i'm like that motherfucker had a heart attack. He's like holding his chest. I'm like, holy shit. And now skeptical blonde Theo is like, okay, this is weird. Like I still don't, I I don't know how you fucking did that, but like I'm freaked out, but also you're a fraud. I can't prove it, but I know it kind Uh of thing. So the seance lady apologizes because it was like super scary. Like she would like her ghost to be like more chill. Right. She felt like this one got a little out of hand. So she's walking them out and she doesn't charge them. Like, she's like, you almost had a heart attack because a phantom lunged at you. I, I'm not going to charge you. <laughs> God. And I'm like, that's not how you run a business, bitch. You deserve money for your services. So she comes back inside and she yells into the room where they were holding the seance. What the hell was that? Get out here. We see her daughters come out. One daughter was draped in black tulle behind the curtain and she was the one who lunged from behind the curtain. Uh-huh. And her other daughter is like shut up in the little curio cabinet, like like all like teeny tiny and, <laughs> and shut in. And she's the one who like made the door creak. Uh-huh. And the older daughter, whose name is Lena, was like, his daughter was trying to steal his money. She was a bitch. She deserved it. And mom is like, that's not our, it's not our job to judge people. It's our job to give them comfort. And the younger daughter, Doris, says, what's a scam? And as this is all happening, we kind of see the mechanics of how everything works. Okay. So basically, like, the candles that are in the center of the table are hooked up to this thing where mom can move her leg to put one of them out. Ooh. And then in the curio cabinet, there's obviously a girl in there who's, like, manipulating things in the cabinet and then the daughter behind the the curtain. So... Doris says, what's a scam? And mom says, it's a lie. But we don't lie. We help people. We give them peace and closure, but we have to do it with a little showmanship. So basically, she's fucking scamming people. But I really get the sense that the mom truly believes that she is doing 
the spirit world. yeah she uh-huh. like she's not she doesn't come off as shady she comes off as naive and scammy but doesn't mean to be kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the older daughter lena says well you know what we better spice if we're gonna keep doing this we better spice it up because your act is getting stale and she's like also you totally judged her by blowing out the candle when he was talking about should i invest you fucking blew out the candle so don't talk to me about not judging people mm-hmm. and i'm like "Ooh, girl so and how how old are the daughters <laughs> Uh, the younger daughter is toddler to 10 and the older daughter is 10 to 35. No, uh, I would probably say Doris, the little girl is like 10 probably. And Lena is like 15 or 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. So fully functional humans, not like toddlers. She can trust them to help her with her act. Both of them. So the mom finally admits she's like, well, I mean, she was a bitch, but also don't pull that shit again. (laughs) (laughs) So now we cut to Doris, the little, the younger daughter who's asleep on the couch. Mom picks her up and takes her to her bed. And as she walks past, we see a family photo and it's the three of them, but also a father figure who we realize is not in the picture anymore. Mm -hmm. Little Doris is praying at her bed with her mom sitting in there and she's praying to her dad and she asks her mom why do they get to talk to their loved ones but i don't get to talk to daddy daddy won't talk to me (laughs) and the mom has an answer that was just kind of like you know they only talk to people that need closure like she kind of you know passed it off a little bit but definitely was pretty upset by the fact that also she can't talk to her husband. You can tell. So then she goes in to check on Lena, the older daughter, and she goes to open the door and it's shut. So she just knocks and she's like, good night. And we see Lena just turn and say, good night, mom. I'm, I'm already asleep. Good night. And so her mom walks away. Well, we see the reason she didn't open the door is because that bitch is sneaking out. Ooh, she's climbing out the damn window. Lena. And she's going to a party down the street. My girl. And she's going to start drinking. What's that? Pour me a drink. Hashtag my life. Right. So did you sneak out? I was just going to ask you, did you ever sneak out a window? Well, I couldn't have snuck out my windows for sure. They were too high up. Or sneak out. I'm a, I was about to make an excuse like, oh, my dogs would have woken up. No, they wouldn't have. Ribbon would have never woken up. I was just too scared. <laughs> I wouldn't have snuck out. Plus, I didn't really have a curfew. I didn't. I there wasn't really anywhere that I couldn't go. Yeah. My parents didn't really like, they knew that I was kind of a wuss. <laughs> like they were like, you're fine. They were probably like, can you leave? <laughs> Don't you like want to sneak out? Is there, do you want to like, is there like a boy maybe that was do, hanging yeah. out with you? And I was like, nope, no? nobody. Anyone want to play you Monopoly? Wanna, like, go on a, go on a date maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to a lot of sleepovers. I think I might have snuck out. I think I might have snuck out from friends' houses, mm. but I I never snuck out from the border house. You, 100%. why am I asking? Of course. <laughs> what was your mode of sneaking out? Well, when we moved to Maryland, yeah, that's it was where I a picture one you sneaking out. story, so um, you could go out the window. Well, at like the house, house. Once we got a house, oh, the one you the one yeah. you stayed at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just like 
a one story thing. Right. So yeah, I could literally like I literally it was just like a turn handle window that was already human size. Like it was huge. So but, like how did you I would know? just take out the screen. And you so here was the part that like always churned my little teenage brain. Like once you were out, the anxiety of have my parents gone into my room to see that I'm not there? How did you contend with that anxiety? My parents were like asleep by then. I feel they were like. asleep. So you like there wasn't a scenario where like you and were worried that really, they would uh, pop their head in to say goodnight family. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Because I think that was part of it where like it's not like my parents were like checking on me in the room but I was like what if what if they did I just feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed myself thinking about what if they're checking on me right now and I'm in trouble I didn't do it like all the time because also like I'm trying to think of like where I even went because yeah, where would you have gone like there there needed to be cars there so like I guess someone was picking me up I don't really know yeah I do not recall I remember that's, climbing in and out of that window and I have no idea where I went that's next. so interesting <laughs> okay so Lena sneaking out uh, Kim Burns style. And we cut to back at the house and the mom is sitting at the dining room table trying to pay bills. And it's clear by her expression, there's not enough money. And I'm like, well, you need to stop giving complimentary seances to sad old men. And then maybe you could pay your fucking bills. And then we cut back to the party where Lena is. And they are all standing around drinking and Lena sees that there's a Ouija board in mm. the game cabinet. And the hostess says, let's play. And Ooh. Lena is kind of like, I do this for a living. Like, this is right, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's not. She's the skeptic. But they're like, no, let's play. And so there's hostess, Lena, smooch boy, and screaming girl. <laughs> You'll find out. It's just four people. And we open up the box and there are rules in it. The, did you know that there's only three rules to Ouija boards? I guess I've never gotten no, like an original. Do tell. Okay. These are going to be important. All right. I'm never excited. play alone. Oh. Never play in a graveyard. Ooh. Always say goodbye. I did know always say goodbye. Always say goodbye. Okay. Because whenever we'd freak out about the devil talking to us, um, we'd immediately go across the goodbye and goodbye. turn the board over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't know I didn't know that there were rules. I didn't know any of these. I didn't know the other two. So but I was kind of bummed because one of my dreams just like use a Ouija board in a graveyard. So seems dangerous. Yeah. Eric told me he would do it though with me. Will you do it? Will you come? I I no, I don't want to be possessed. <sighs> okay. I don't want you to do it because then I'm gonna have to exercise you. That's true. All right. Well, Come on. Work it out, girl. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do it. Work that devil out. Get him out and of there. One and two. And one Three and two. <laughs> okay. So the one girl is scared as fuck. Like, she's so fucking scared. But they all put their hands on the finder. I, I don't know what it's actually called. But I'm call, I call it the finder from okay. now on. And... The board says yes. What is that called? I don't. I will find Look out. Look it up. Yeah. Postmortem. 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 That's Hot Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. Okay. So the board says yes to a spirit being there. Ooh. And it also says yes to the spirit being in the room. Ooh. And then they ask, what's it like on the other side? And it spells out C O. L D. Oh. Huh. 
And Lena tells them exactly how it works, which is, I've been told this before. Basically, it's the slightest micro movements Uh of just like electrical pulses of hands being on it. And then our brains and muscles sort of subconsciously follow whatever that micro movement was. And that's what happens, basically. But I'm still like that in and of itself is creepy. I kind of it kind like, of that's, is. That's also creepy. It's kind of cool because like I really know for a fact that I've done it w- with people that are like not moving it. Like, yeah, because it's not fun. It's no. not fun if someone's moving it. Yeah. So we're all like not moving it. Yeah. And then it fucking moves. I know. So we've like, got to do. We've got to do. We've got to get a KK Sam Ouija board. Okay. Also, if somebody wants to make us, we have a request. We need someone to make us Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe. As the letters on the Ouija board, but it's a Ouija board. I thought Eric made that already. No, he would want he he was like, this is a mock up of it, oh, but he okay. wants him to like make it. Make well, it. we have a mock up if yeah. someone wants if someone to could just go do ahead and do that. Yeah, for a t shirt. Oh my, yes. or a Ouija board, or the Ouija well, wait, board no, that you just made doesn't work though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you something. Money? No, we're not going to give you money. Hey. Uh, this doesn't spell out a lot of words. A lot of K's. A lot of K's. A lot of M's. A lot of, a lot of K's. Okay. All right. So Lena tells him exactly how it works. And Smooch Boy says, okay, well, if it's just us talking to ourselves, then will Lena go to homecoming with me? Aww. And they pull it to yes. Aww. And I was like, that's cute. So now the but the scared girl is still like freaking out. Like she's like, "Who said yes?" And they're like, "You idiot!" Like that's how. And Lena says, "There is no spirit. Watch." And she's like, "Spirit, give us a sign if you're here." And then all of a sudden, door busts open, and it's the hostess's mom. And she's like, "God damn it!" But the screaming girl like doesn't catch up quickly enough, so she just screams forever. Like it does that thing that we love where like someone screams, but like it cuts off before they're done screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And she just like, she's, she's had it. So the hostess mom clearly sent everybody home and called Lena's mom. So now Lena's mom is here to pick her up and Doris is asleep in the back seat and the mom is pissed and Mm -hmm. she's because she clearly does this a lot, but rather than like punishing her yelling, she's like, Lena, I need your help. I know that it's been hard on you since your dad died, but like, mm-hmm. I need to be able to trust you. I need your help. I need you to stop doing this, which I just thought was like a really great parenting move for a second instead of being like punitive and like, I want to restrict you. She's like, no, like, we're a team. And when you do shit like this, it affects the team and I need your help. Like, I just, I like that parenting moment. So, Lena is kind of feels bad, you can tell, but then she's like, you should get a Ouija board for the act. It would really help. (laughs) True. So next day, mom wants all of them to eat breakfast together and Lena won't. She's like, nope, I'm a, I, I'm going to walk. I'm meeting a friend. I'm going to walk. And she's like, no, just sit and eat. I'll drive you to school. And she's like, no, I got to get there early, blah, blah, blah. And then we hear ding dong. And Lena's like, no, 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 I'll get it. I'll get it. So she goes, the mom goes to the door and it's Smooch, Smooch Boy. Smooch Boy? Yeah. Smooch Boy. So oh. Lena was clearly trying to make it so that uh-huh, her mom didn't cute. get weird. Understandably so, because her mom got weird. <laughs> and she's like, okay, we're going to go. And the mom's like, actually, could you walk with your sister? 
And she's like, oh, fuck, you fucking cock block. So she uh, says, go help your sister get ready upstairs. So the two little girls go upstairs and she says, have you ever had a palm reading before? Oh, my gosh. To Mom. So she sits down at the table with Smooch Boy and she goes, how old are you? And he's like, I'm a senior. And she goes, you know, Lena's a sophomore, right? And he was like, yep, I am aware. And then she's like, okay, let me see your hand. And she's like, okay, here's your lifeline. Ooh, your lifeline is concerning. It's telling me that if this hand or any other touches my daughter, I'd hate to see what would happen to your lifeline. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mom! Mom, stop! (laughs) And like as she's doing it, she's like pressing into his hand. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a lot, mom. You are a lot. Oh, God. So now uh, the girls are at school. The mom is at uh, the drugstore buying more seancey candles. And at the drugstore, she sees a. it's probably not a drugstore. It's probably like a, you know, Ouija store. A seance store, a witch store. My favorite kind of and store. And apothecary. Sure. I know. I love those stores. And she sees a Ouija board. So now we're back at school and mom is now waiting to pick the girls up from school and she sees some little piece of shit motherfucking boys harassing Doris. No. And she gets out of the car to be like, hey, get the fuck away from my daughter. But she's beaten to the punch by father something or other who I just call father E.T. because it's Henry Thomas. Okay. ET. And he's a priest father? He's so it's a Catholic school and he's okay. a priest father. Got it. Yeah. A collared fellow. You collared know? fellow. Yes. And so mom thanks uh Father E. T. And she's like, I'm getting the sense that she's, you know, how is she doing? And Father E. T. is like, She's been having trouble making friends since since your husband died. Mm-hmm. It's for sure. And he's like, But don't worry, I'm I'm looking out for her. Mom walks away to follow Doris to the car. And then we see this weird look between Father E.T. and Lena from across the yard. Okay. (laughs) So now uh, they're driving home and Father Tom, that's his name, uh, they decide to, or uh, Doris is like, let's invite Father Tom over for a reading. And she's like, we can talk to his dead wife. His dead wife? Yeah. And Lena goes, priests don't have wives. And Doris says he had one before he became a priest, but she died. And I'm like, wow, that is some, that, I mean, that is taking mourning and grief to a whole new level. Like I'm going to take the collar because my wife died. Uh, uh, I hope hope Eric doesn't think I would do like, I'm not becoming a nun if God forbid anything happens to him. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think people take the collar because they love God so much, not because they're just like, I'm off the market. Well, oh, incorrect. OK, might be incorrect. So they're home now and they decide to open the box. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> Never not <Whoa>. funny. <laughs> Never not funny. Uh, <laughs> so they open the box. They're looking at it. And then the girls are upstairs doing their homework. And we see that the mom is zhuzhing it up a little bit. She's doing something to the finder. We're not really sure what she's doing. Yeah, zhuzh. She's zhuzhing. Then we realize that what she's doing is putting a magnet on the bottom of the finder (gasps) and then putting giant magnets. 
yep. folded into the pantyhose of her what? pantyhose of her legs. The pant, yeah, putting magnets in there. Wow, she is a profesh. Yep. So, first question, Kim. What? What? Before testing it out, what should she do? It has to do with the rules. The rules are, she should get a partner, get a get a pal phone a friend <laughs> because you shouldn't do it alone and uh where's our bell one moment i don't want to give away how many dings you got but it's one you got it <laughs> there's only one question wow that was, <laughs> that was a special ding uh, Catherine missed the button awkward. okay so yes she pant. tests it alone so as she's testing it, she is, you know, asking it questions, but she is asking it to see if she's able to inconspicuously mm, move, move the, the finder the with thing. her leg, but right. she's asking questions. So she asks, is there a presence here with us? Practices moving it with her knee. Cut to the girl's bedroom. Lena's sitting on the bed and Doris is sitting at a desk doing work and we just see Doris get a look on her face where she stares straight ahead. When the mom asks a question in the dining room, Doris answers in the bedroom. Creep, 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 creep. Cre- creeper, creeper, creeperson. So mom asks, what's your name? <gasps> and Doris just says, Marcus. No. But Lena doesn't hear her mom asking questions. Yes, yeah, so she's, she's just, just sitting in the room watching doris, doris go like, marcus. marcus yeah creepy so fucking fuck fuck creepy and so lena asks who is she talking to mom says spirit can you hear me doris says yes we can and we can see you <gasps> mom says okay that'll work lena then says to doris what was that all about and doris says what was what all about oh gosh Oh, gosh. Kim, 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 Kim. What? What do you do? Who am I? You are uh, Lena. What do you do as Lena? And what does Lena do? Um, I would say that Lena does nothing. Okay. Because, like, I don't know. It's just her little sister being weird. Whatever. I mean, I would do nothing too because I'm Kim, but in if I'm trying to stay alive, <laughs> I'm going to tell my mom at least and see if somehow it pieces together. That would be exciting. Yeah. Woo. I get what you're saying. Like, in all honesty, I would probably not. That's not true. If I would at least ask a fucking follow-up question, like I'm not Nicolas Cage here, like <laughs> if 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 she said something so in in Lena's experience Doris they're sitting in silence and Doris goes Marcus we can hear you and we can see you mm-hmm. and then I say what was that and she goes what I would go you just said words what, yeah what did they mean so I feel like yeah I feel like you would you might actually say something I'm That's gonna true. give it you the benefit even of the doubt like, this fucking weird thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. And just more is even like being like 
yeah because you would you would just be like why are you being fucking weird Weird. and then that in and of itself would at least drag out some things yeah, yeah it would at least lead doris to go I said something and I don't know that I said something that's strange. And now we are prompted to go have a conversation with our mom. That is true. Actually, I would be like, you fucking weirdo. You just said this. That's these exact things. Yeah. Yeah. That's you never miss an opportunity to call me a fucking weirdo. (laughs) This is true. I would would call you out hard. Yes. Okay. All right. You know what? See, that's how I help you. And I'll say it again. My blanket days. Your blanket days are over. over. They really are. You are you are just pulling the blanket off all kinds of shit. Yeah, I really I really go straight to the the root, the the problem. I just, I open it up, bend the door, I'm in. Guys, this is where I just kind of let her keep talking <laughs> to see you. <laughs> you go, you go. Okay, so mom sits down later in the evening, in front of the Ouija board alone again. I'm like, bitch, do you not read the rules? Read the rules, and she just says. She kind of puts her hands on the finder sort of reluctantly. Like you can tell she feels kind of silly. Mm. And she just says, Roger, are you there? Mm, like actually asking a little now. Right. Yeah. Right. Nothing happens. So she kind of like scolds herself a little bit, thinks right. it's silly and goes to bed, turns off the light. As she leaves, we see <sighs> that the Ouija no. said no. No. So she asked Roger, are you there? And then you said no. So does she leave the finder like regular side up? Mm -hmm. See, that's another thing we'd always do. Like immediately turn turn it it over. over. We immediately go to goodbye and turn it over. Yeah. Well, now you're going to learn something about the finder that that may have not been enough in that time. (sighs) But I'll get to that. Okay. So the Ouija says no. Then mom has gone upstairs. The light is off. The Ouija has moved to no. And then we see someone walking towards the board in the dark. It's... Doris, she sits down at the board mm, by herself. Creepy kids. Creepy kids. Creepy kids. And she says, I'm here. No. And puts her <laughs> hands on the finder. And she says, are you there? The finder starts moving oh, all over the fucking board. She doesn't even have her hand on it. It's God. just moving everywhere. <laughs> and it spells Fred. And she just says, hi, Fred. Now what? She picks up, it doesn't move. Uh-huh. So she picks up the finder and she starts looking through it like a magnifying glass, uh-huh. looking around the room, uh-huh. trying to see what she can see. Uh-huh. And then she turns to something and she stops and she just says, who are you? Oh, no. Yeah. Who is it? We don't know. Is Cuts it? to back in the daughter's room. Oh, no. So Lena's asleep. And she has the covers. This is just another reason not to have kids. Right? Creepy. Because they're going to get haunted. Creep, creep, creeps. If you, survival guide, if you have kids, (laughs) they will get haunted. Haunted. (laughs) Have children at your own risk. (laughs) I mean, I think that that covers it. Yeah. So back in Lena's, did I say, yeah, back in Lena's room, she's asleep. She has the covers pulled up over her. And then we see that the covers are no, slowly that's one of my least favorite being in her pulled off. No, I hate that. Lena only wakes up a little bit, <sighs> so you can tell she 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 doesn't wake up. Right, right, right. She She's just, just kind of like, like yeah. And so she grabs the covers and pulls them back up. Oh god, they I, start, I just I hate that so much. Oh my god, I'm not going to sleep. No, you're not. It gets worse. <sighs> so then they start to be pulled again. No. 
And this time she crankily pulls them back and she's like, cut it out, Doris. So do they stay in the same room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Rita looks over the bed. It wakes her up. She looks over the bed. No one's there. Just the covers on the ground. Mm-hmm. She pulls the covers back on and just goes back to sleep, terrified. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, like, what would you do? But it's like we would both run screaming out of the room. Like, I feel like <laughs> I already know that answer. So now we're back at school. And the mom is in her car and she's kind of like zhuzhing her hair a little bit. By the way, I kept wanting to use the word zhuzhing. I don't know why I must have heard it recently, but I was like, God, I don't know how to spell zhuzhing. Oh, yeah. And Eric goes, T-S-Z-U-J-I-N-G. What? And I was like, why in the fuck do you know how to spell that? And he goes, when I transcribe for RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, they say zhuzhing all the time, all the time. <laughs> and we have to type it the same way every time. So, Wait, how is it spelled? T-S-Z-U-J-I-N-G. J-I-N-G. It's Yiddish. So I think it's... Even if zhuzhing. I saw that, I would not say zhuzhing. I know. I would well, just now be like, zhuzhing. <laughs> but I just love that I'm like to myself, how do you spell zhuzhing? T-S-Z-U-J-I-N-G. <laughs> okay. So zhuzhing her hair in the car. And she is going to have a meeting with Father E.T. And so she goes into his rectory office. Rectory. Good job. Oh, thank you. And Father E.T. says, have you been helping? It's a, there's an ice cream okay. truck. He there's comes a, by every. Be, sounds like honk, a honk, sounds honk, like, honk, um, honk, honk. Terrifier. Oh, my God. It's it actually does. a scene from Terrifier. Oh, honk, honk, shit. Honk, honk, honk. Yeah. Uh, Art the Clown sells nah. ice cream on our block. <laughs> <laughs> what if we go outside right now? And it's a fucking and there's Art a the fucking Clown. clown oh, my God. A, that a would fucking be, tricycle with ice cream. I would be lose my mind. Terrifying. Who would you rather encounter? A fucking Ouija demon or Art the Clown? Oh, God. Um, I don't know where Ouija demons are going yet. So I'll tell you at the end of this okay, tale. Great. So he says, have you been helping Doris with her homework? And she's kind of like, you know what? I haven't. I'm sorry. Should I be helping her more? I've just been so overwhelmed. And he goes, no, no, no. Opposite. She's clearly having somebody help her. And he hands oh, her papers that are written in like perfect cursive. And he's like, somebody's teaching her cursive or somebody's writing it for her. who is helping her. So now we cut. To, yep. Ouija demons. Yep. I well, I mean, Cursive Ouija demon. demons gonna help me with my cursive studies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, he only helps with cursive. My he only helps with a dying form of r- written language <laughs> that we no longer need to use. Well, next time I have a cursive test, yeah, I, I know who I'm calling. I actually did Fred. ever did I ever tell you that there are classrooms that I go into na- into now, and like obviously I'm just writing like Mrs. Martin on the yeah. board. Super easy name to read. None of them know how to pronounce it they all say martine mrs martine which is i'm like have you never seen them and also uh half of them can't read cursive so martin like they they're like what is that that's isn't that strange interesting yeah and it's not like one school or whatever their signatures Uh, just in whatever their handwriting is but they don't like cursive just an emphasis isn't placed on cursive anymore yeah i mean i kind of i mean i, I get right, it logically like, right, i mean i guess what what do i what do we use cursive for but really? i'm also like it's there's bizarre. like there's like even fonts on a computer yeah, that, that are like cursive. scripty 
Like you should, why would you not be able to recognize that? How do you read the handwriting script? Right, right, exactly. (laughs) So now they're in the car. So it's Lena, Doris, and mom in the car. And they say, uh, who is helping you? And Doris says, my new friend did. I let her use my hand. (laughs) So Kim. Creepy as fuck. What do they do? And what do you do? If your daughter, your haunted daughter, is telling you that her imaginary friend is allowing her hand to write in a way that she should not know how to write. I investigate like a mofo. I follow up question hard. Okay. Because I'm like, what do you mean? Right. Can you show me? Tell me more. Yep. How is she using your hand? Who is she? Lots of follow up questions. I am. I am. uh, (laughs) I was going to try to opposite Icholus age somehow <laughs> I think that sells it. you just... are the opposite of Icholus age in this instance yeah I get it whatever that is I'm opposite Icholus age got it so and... I'm nope I'm gonna stop <laughs> I can't do it so what do they do they okay I mean that's too weird to not I think she follow-ups questions, too. She no. does not follow-up questions. That's too weird. She fucking went to the detective school of detectivery taught by Nicolas Cage and asked no follow-up questions. That's too weird to just be like... I, I, yeah. I mean, well, I guess I don't have kids. Maybe they say weird shit all the time. I guess they do. Actually, I do have a weird story. My cousin Nick, who you know, <laughs> he, he got real cute. He is i think i I do know him yeah i think you do too (laughs) i don't know how much younger he is than me he's much younger than me (laughs) i but like because like i remember him being born but like i was like maybe he's like eight years younger than me i'm not i'm not sure anyway i remember that there was uh they were we were all together for thanksgiving and nick was a little kid like just a just around the time when he's like able to speak in full clear sentences that Uh any human can understand and he says something along the lines of oh that's right that's my other mommy (laughs) creepy and everyone at the table because it's not just like the four of them it's like a thanksgiving dinner and they're like what do you mean and he's like my other mommy the one who held me under the water what yeah how fucking terrifying is that? What did people say? I mean, they all just fucking put a blanket over it. Right. Because it's too weird. It, I feel like we were. Yeah. It, that, so that's why I'm saying like, that is too weird. Maybe you just go. <laughs> and <laughs> my kid is talking about his other mommy who drowned him. Right. Like that's, I'm going to blanket this for sure. Like, I want to know more. I do too. Like, I'd be like, what other mommy? What? let's discuss tell me about your other mommy uh maybe they did but like it didn't happen at the thanksgiving table that's for sure so okay she's icholus aging yes she's icholus aging doesn't ask anything now we arrive at their house and they walk up to the door and there's a foreclosure sign on no it. and they're pretty bummed they're all Back. sitting around the dinner table and doris says will we have to move and lena says Maybe. Mom then gets up and she goes out to the front porch and she's sitting on the front porch and Doris says, dad won't like this. I should tell him. Oh, so she pulls out the fucking Ouija board 
and Lena is just looking at her like, you're too fucking weird. Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. But then Lena comes out and she sits next to her mom on the porch and she's crying and she's like, this sucks. I mean, this was your dad's house. This is where your dad wanted us to live. Mm -hmm. And as they're talking, we realize that they're both like, Doris doesn't really get it, does she? And mom's like, yeah, I think she thinks he just left in some capacity. And you can tell that both of them have a sense that like he's nowhere. Like he, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Doris has this idea that she can still communicate with him uh, that goes beyond little kids wanting to communicate with them. And it's clear that she doesn't really know what happened to him. And so Lena says, I mean, it's better that than her knowing that a drunk driver hit him. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So meanwhile, Doris is uh, now down in the basement while Lena and mom are out on the porch and she is pulling something out of the wall. What? Oh, my God. And I'm never having kids. You're right. Because they pull things out of walls. They're too creepy. They get haunted. They're super creepy. They have other moms that drown them. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's it's a fucking crap bag of terrifying to have kids. (laughs) So she comes back upstairs and she comes out onto the porch and she hands mom the bag that she pulled out of the wall. A crap bag? A crap bag. Except this crap bag is full of cash. Whoa! And I'm like, I'll take that crap bag! Give me that crap Happy bag! kids, change my mind. Yep, they give you crap bags of cash. Give me that money. Give me, give that, me cash. that money. Yeah. So mom is like, where did you find this? All of this money. So Doris takes them down to the basement where she found it. And she says, I had to pull loose a few rocks from the wall. Daddy told me where it was with the board. So, Kim. Right. Yeah. You just got a crap bag of cash. Fuck yeah, I did. But also, your daughter knew to pull stones out of the wall in the basement and came out with a bag of cash. Right. What do you do and what do they do? I take that cash and I go on vacation. Hey. Um, I... I think that, fuck, god damn it. Okay. I, okay. I take the money. I mean, that's, everyone takes the money. We all take the money. Okay. That's a given because we got to pay our, we got to pay our foreclosure bills. Yeah. We pay our bills for sure and we keep the house. Numero uno. (sighs) This is interesting. Isn't it? Because this is one where I, I might be okay just putting on my head. <laughs> just being like, you know what? I got the money. I don't need to know any other details. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want, I'm going to challenge you to really think about that. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, um, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to need to do follow up questions again. Okay. I'm going to need to be like, this makes no sense. Okay. That you would ever, in anyone's wildest dreams, know to pull these specific bricks out right to get a bag of cash right that's insanity right you're a creepy 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 kid kid. so i really need to know why more and especially when she's like the board told me like how did the board tell you what are you talking about right tell me more got it 
what do they do? Spend that money. Um, <laughs> I think, fuck. This is, always trips me up where mm-hmm. I, I'm like, are they, are they, are they getting on board yet? Mm-hmm. Or, on board, I get it. Hey, oh, I was like, I don't get it. I'll see myself. Up. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> They're getting on Ouija board. Got it. Because it's a portal. Anyway. That was me bringing the podcast to a screeching halt. Uh, so <laughs> they are going to anyway. <laughs> uh, they're going to. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say that this one's bizarre. This is a physical action that was taken. Mm-hmm. That is fucking bizarro land. Okay. So I think that they're also going to follow up question okay uh one and a half okay uh so the i gave you a full point i almost wanted to give you like three quarters of a point just because i feel like what would keep you alive is also to look in the hole that she pulled it out of Mm -hmm. like rather than just asking more questions like why is my daughter able to pull things out of a false wall investigating yeah that's why i was like i give you a full point i'm sure that it would come to i'm investigating they kind of ask follow-up questions which is why i gave you a half a point because it now cuts to the three of them sitting at the board okay so there are trying to be like what do you mean yeah now they use the fucking money because I'm like money is oh money, God, bitch, a, mm-hmm. uh, and it's cash, so that it's like untraceable. Even, yeah, that was you know? that wasn't part of the question. Exactly, that's a given. Obviously, we're using the cash. Uh, what do ghosts need cash for? They don't yeah. use cash currency. They got ghost banks. They have ghost banks. Yeah, and they use they use ghost g- ghost ducats. Uh-huh. Uh Okay, so the three of them are sitting at the board with Doris. They're nervous and weirded out. And Doris is leading the charge. And she says, Daddy, we found the money. Thank you. And then she says, it's kind of hard to hear him sometimes, like a car radio in the tunnel. Daddy, are you here? And the board says, yes. Are there hands on the finger? Nope. Okay. And Lena is freaked out. At this point, whether she's freaked out by believing in the Ouija board or freaked out by the fact that her sister is a fucking creep, mm-hmm. it's unclear. Right. I think she mostly thinks her sister is is having a, a, a creeping breakdown. Right. For sure. So the mom now says, OK, Roger, if this is you, where were you when I told you that I was pregnant? with Lena and the board spells something out and it's the correct answer. Oh shit. So clearly Lena isn't born yet. Therefore Doris isn't born yet. It's just the two of them in the house at the time that she would have said this. The only people that would know the answer is the two of them. Is the two of them. What's the question we would ask each other to know? What's to know the if things it, that we would like only to know, know if it was you. Yeah. What would I ask you? It's I think that only we know for each other. Well, now it won't be because we're going to say it on the podcast. Crap Crap bag. Crap bag. Crap bag of cash. Hmm. I would ask you, 
wow, this is tough. Let's think about it and come back to it. Okay. Because I know that there is something, yeah. but I, I can't think of it right now. We now have two follow-up questions we have two. for the end of this oh, podcast. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> What's the other follow-up question? I forgot uh, it already. Art the Clown or, oh, right, 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 or right, right, Ouija okay. Demon. <laughs> so you remember our follow-up questions. Okay. So they're all freaked out. And, oh, I'm sorry. This is where Doris takes her hands off the finder. Because at this point she says, daddy doesn't really need me. And the finder starts going all over the place. Uh, Now Mama and Lena like jump up from the table. Like they're like, this is fucked. Like now the finder is moving on its fucking own. Mm -hmm. Like what the fuck is going on? So Doris picks up the finder and she looks through it again. And Mom is like, what are you doing, creep-tastic? And she says, well, sometimes I can see them through this. No. I haven't seen Daddy yet, though. Mom bends down and talks to the board and says, are you really here? And the finder moves to yes. The young daughter is just smiling up at mom. And Mm. Lena is like, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Where's my blanket? I'm putting it over myself and running Running out away. So now it's nighttime. And Lena is watching Doris sleep. Mm -hmm. Like Lena's like, this ain't right this kid is creepy for this crap bags of cash or not (laughs) i'm creeped so lena is now trying to convince mom that she's manipulating it and mom is like now we can really help people and talk to daddy like we can really do what we said we were doing now because we can actually get answers for people and this is where we learn that Uh, the girl's grandmother, mom's mom, was a fortune teller. Mm. And mom thought it was uh, a crap bag. She thought it was nonsense because she could never do it herself, but clearly her grandmother believed in it. So it runs in the family. And now she says, she's like, it clearly skips a generation. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm going to take this money to the bank in the AM, this ghost money. It cashes the same as corporeal money. Mm -hmm. So uh, mom goes to bed. Lena is still awake at the board and she's terrified of it, but she picks up the finder and she looks through it herself. Now it's unclear. Who's doing this? Lena? Lena. Okay. Does she see something? We don't know, but something scares her, but it's unclear as to whether or not she quickly puts the finder down and is scared because of like the anticipation of seeing something or Mm -hmm. because she actually saw something. It's it's unclear. So the next day, Lena is walking with Smooch Boy, Mm -hmm. and they're at school, and he's like, were you really serious about homecoming? Uh And she's like, um, if you were serious, and he's like, um, I was serious, and she's like, okay, so like, do you want to go? Oh my God, cute. And he's like, I mean, yeah. That was like the conversation that I had with my ghost boyfriend in your kitchen, and then you murdered him i'm sorry i didn't do it that's like the conversation that i had never in high school (laughs) (laughs) so they're about to smooch he's about to get his namesake of smooch boy but then all of a sudden there's father et and they're at a catholic school so he's like leave room for the holy ghost and i'm like holy ghost schmost get out of here ghost I don't need to leave room for you. But he decide, he pulls Lena into the office and he says, you know, boys his age require discouragement. 
And he's like, but I do want to talk to you about your sister. She's been absent for four days and your mom usually, you know, sends a note when she's sick. And Lena says, she's not sick. And she's like, my mom and Doris have been um, working. Oh. And so now we cut to mom and Doris at home and they're running seances. Yeah. The finder is moving on its own for people. And there's a woman sitting with them and she says, is my husband proud of me? And Mm -hmm. it moves to yes. Doris turns to the woman and in a man's voice, she just says, always. And the mom is like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like she can't be as surprised as she like wants to be because she's like, no, I totally knew that was going to happen, you know, because this was a seance and we're talking to your husband. But what the fuck also? Oh, God. So Doris also just child labor much. Right. What's that? Hello, mom. And so then the voice comes out of Doris and then Doris just looks at them both and giggles and is like, <laughs> that tickled. And I'm like, oh, creepy kid. Yes, you're so, you're so creepy. creepy. So then she stops oh, giggling and then she goes out and she that? holds the back of her neck. What? And now we cut to outside. The mom is walking the lady out that was just at the seance. And the lady says, can I come back tomorrow? And the mom's like, sure, because she's, you know, her eyeballs are dollar signs now. Like, she's like, I'm making that money, money. I'm pulling money out of walls. I'm pulling money out of this lady. Crap bags of money. Crap bags of money. And so now it's nighttime in the girl's room. And Doris suddenly wakes up, like sits bolt upright and holds her neck like she's in serious pain. And she goes into Lena's room and she's like, wait, I thought they shared a room. Goes over to Lena's bed. Like she just is like wakes up Lena. And Lena is like just gives her like some ibuprofen or like Advil or whatever. And Doris says it's like a bee sting. And Doris is still clearly in pain. Lena's fallen back to sleep. And so Doris goes down to the board. No. Don't do it, Doris. And she says... What happened to my neck? Oh, baby. Nothing. Sweet, creepy baby. Sweet, creepy baby. Nothing. Daddy, it hurts. Nothing. So she picks up the finder. No. And she starts looking around the room. Oh, God. And she's in the chair looking around and... Her neck really hurts now. So she gets up out of the chair and she starts walking away from the board with the finder Mm -hmm. looking around. And she looks, this is not a question. And I'll give you a bonus point if you get it. Where's the creepiest motherfucking place she could look? The basement. It's not, it's in, it's not a fully, it's not a new room. She looks into. In the cabinet. The, the, what'd you call it? No, the, I called it a curio cabinet. Curio cabinet. Uh, No, she looks in a mirror. Oh, creepy. With the fucking finder. So she looks in the mirror. And so she's looking at herself and demon. Ah, ah. So she sees a behind her black demon standing <gasps> behind her when all of a sudden the demon grabs her <gasps> by the mouth. And we see what the demon is doing in the mirror. Right. But what it looks like to us not Irregular. in the mirror is just her mouth being pulled so wide open, like two big mouth and her eyes are white. So do you remember in House on Haunted Hill when like Nell's mouth like dropped in that super scary scene in the apartment? It's like wide mouth, terrifying demon mouth. That's Uh what's happening. 
so I call it too wide mouth. And then she's like tipped backwards, like the matrix, like exorcist style. And her mouth is just like, ah, <laughs> and something is entering through no. her mouth, but we can't tell what it is because like we can't see anything unless we're looking in the mirror. Like it doesn't look, it just looks like she's you know tipped over and it's I don't really want upsetting. a possessed child you have one now I I'm don't sorry want one. I am sorry you have a possessed child Ugh. so then the Rude. entity sort of lightly places her to the ground and she's asleep passed out something okay now we're back upstairs with mom and Lena asleep and we hear then we see that Doris is at her ear, at Lena's ear, creepily whispering into it with white eyes, holding her face. And all of a sudden, Lena, wake up! <laughs> no one's there. Oh, God. So she goes into the bathroom. <laughs> To get some water. She had a creep. It was just a creepy dream, Kim. It was just a creepy dream. It's fine. It's just a creepy dream. She's looking in the mirror in the bathroom and, oh gosh, the shower's behind me and the curtain's closed. No, no. I feel like I hear something, something in there. What is it? Ignore it and go back to bed. Ignore it and go back to bed. Except I can't ignore it because what's happening to my mouth? My my mouth is getting sewn up and her all of a sudden we see in the mirror that her mouth is getting sewn up and it's just skin now across she has no mouth and she's just screaming and then she wakes up okay kim it's fine it was just a dream like seriously can you calm down it's just a fucking dream okay dream within dreams (laughs) so it's the next day we're at school on the playground with Doris. Okay. I'm There's kids running about, running all over, being kids. Doris's idea of fun is just to stand perfectly still in the middle of the playground, <laughs> staring straight forward. She's so creepy. She's so creep. You have a haunted kid. <laughs> now those little motherfuckers that were harassing her right. are just watching her being a creep. And I'm like, I mean, you're not wrong at this point. I mean, she looks like a creep. You're not wrong. And they're like, what a freak. So one of the boys pulls out a slingshot to which at the time that I was writing this, Eric and I were watching it. I couldn't think of the word slingshot at first. And then I thought of it and he goes, oh, and I was like, what? And he was like, I was really hoping you wouldn't be able to think of it. And you'd have to describe what that was to <laughs> because I know the word for it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, <laughs> so then he's holding the slingshot, like ready to fire. But before he can fire, she looks to him really fast. And his own hands start to turn the slingshot towards himself. And he can't (laughs) stop. And his friend is like, dude, what are you doing? And we hear him going, what? I can't stop. I can't stop. And now the camera's on Doris again. Uh And we just hear. And he's like. The motherfucker shot his own fucking eye out. But all we see is Doris just kind of turn back to like, okay, mission accomplished. And all the kids on the playground being like. And like running over to see the kid who shot himself in the face. Oh my gosh. Creepy haunted kid. Now we're home again with creepy Doris and Lena. And they're sitting on the couch at home. And mom is getting all gussied up. She's going out. 
And she's like, you know, make sure Doris goes to bed at a reasonable time. Don't stay home and watch TV all night. Blah, blah, blah. She's going on a date? She's going on a date. So she arrives at the restaurant and there's her date. It's Father E.T. I was... uh, What? Yeah. It's Father E.T. He's married to God. And I wrote, can priests date? (laughs) So I was like, maybe... No, priests can't date. No. No, they can't. They're married to God. Right. Yeah. So he says, I wanted to discuss the girls over romantic wine and a candlelit dinner. And so now we cut back to home and the girls are still on the couch and the doorbell rings. And so picture the camera is where the TV is. Okay. Okay. And the door is behind the, the couch. couch. Got it. And Lena gets up to go to the door. Right. So in focus is Doris. Got it. And Lena and the door and Smooch Boy, who comes in, <gasps> oh. are kind of like not quite in focus behind her. Right. And we see that Doris does, in fact, see Smooch Boy, but not because she turned her head. She just kind of looks out the side of her eye, looks that way. But you can tell that she can see, quote unquote, Uh somehow, but just sits perfectly still. Oh, P.S. The movie they're watching is the black and white Lizzie Borden movie. (laughs) And I was like, this does not bode well (laughs) at all. (laughs) So creepy kids. Creepy kids. So Lena's like, I have some um, records upstairs. And he's like, I'd love to hear them. And so they're like, bye. And then she like pokes her head back in and she's like, if you tell mom, I will melt all of your dolls into a big mass of plastic (laughs) sludge. (laughs) Amazing. And Doris is just kind of like, I'm creepy. I don't care about my dolls anymore. So now we're back to like, I got new friends. She's like, yeah, I that you can't melt because they're demon ghosts. (laughs) So now we're back at dinner and they're talking and Father E.T. is like being straight with her. He's like, the spirit world's dangerous. And mom is like, no, it's not. Let me let me show you and help you talk to your wife. And they start talking nicely about their deceased spouses. Right. So they clearly have something in common. And then there is definitely a moment where I transcribe the moment and the transcription of the moment is shit, you're hot and I'm a priest now. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and he they clink glasses and they both are like, maybe in another life. So he, he can't leave the priesthood. Goodbye. He basically says that like he's like, maybe I did this a little too soon. <laughs> <laughs> My like favorite priest from school ended up leaving the priesthood. He was like the cool priest. He had like a motorcycle and like smoked Whoa. cigars. And he was like the one that he like he took was us he hot. I didn't find like maybe okay. me today would think, would he, think was he was hot, hot but like but not then. And yeah. yeah. He well, was my- just like father whoever. But he was like the cool priest. And like he ended up leaving, getting married and like having a family. Interesting. Yeah, my grandfather, happy. my grandpa that yeah. you oh, right, know, yeah. he was going to be a priest. And then he met his first wife who was terrible. Right. But thank God because if he hadn't met Stella, right. he wouldn't have. he wouldn't have met grandma. Right. I needed a grandpa. So thanks. So now we're up in Lena's room with Mm. Smooch Boy. And he says, I love your house. It's beautiful. Your house has uh, great bones. (laughs) And I was like, shut the fuck up. It's just got a little je ne sais quoi. Loser. But then he realized, like, I'm sorry. My dad's an architect. And my childhood was him, like, taking me around to look at houses. That's cute. But I'm still like, you're a pretentious fuck. Work on that line. And he's like, I'm glad you're not moving. And they're sitting on the bed next to each other and they look like they're about to kiss. But Lena says, my mom is going to be home soon. 
And he's like, I thought she wasn't going to be home for an hour. And she's like, I just don't want to take any chances. Like, it seems like she's like, yeah, she's I not did like s- quite ready. For- yeah. And she also was like, I did say I was going to help, help my mom by like, right, not right. You know, she cares about her mom. She's not like trying to be a dick, you know, mm. but they smooch anyway. Smooch. And then he says, good night. Cute. And she lays down on the bed and she's just like glowing. Aww. Like you remember that feeling of like the I first do. kiss of somebody and you're just like, I am just the highest I could possibly be. And like, you can't get the smile off your face, even if you tried. That's, That's what I she's doing. With my ghost boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I remember it. I'm I so remember sorry. it very clearly. I'm so sorry. Say, <laughs> we I think we should do our first seance with the Ouija board in the kitchen to see if maybe your ghost boyfriend is still there. So now he's walking downstairs and he says to Doris, Later, kiddo. Like he says it to the couch. Nope. No, she's what? behind him. No. Ah. Creepy kid. And she says, do you want to hear something cool? No. And he says, sure. And she goes, do you want to know exactly what it feels like to be strangled to death? No. What the fuck? You creepy monster kid. And he's freaked. And like, I'm going to like find the transcript of it for a postmortem. I was actually too scared to write it down. Like, to write it down, I would have had to have rewound it and listened to it several times. <laughs> and the imagery of it was so upsetting to me and so anatomically correct and detailed yeah. that I was like, I'm not in a place where I am ready to do this right now. Was Mike Flanagan the writer of this too? I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. I mean, he, it's definitely a Mike Flanagan film. So I'm not <laughs> sure what that means. But it was like you freak anatomically <laughs> terrifying. Some like somebody did research on this and he's freaked out and she just smiles after describing it to him for about 20 minutes is how long it felt. And then she just goes, good night, Romeo. You fucking creepy. I know. I don't want any creepy kids in my house. So she goes back (laughs) to the TV. I'm too scared. And sits on the couch, creepily smiling, watching a movie about a girl who murdered her entire family. (laughs) Kim, question five. What? As Boyf, oh God. what do you do and what does he do? Get the fuck out of there. Okay. <laughs> That's him or you? I think both of us. Okay. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. That's that's what I do. I'm giving you one point for him. That is what he does. Uh-huh. I think you need to follow up question this. Like, I would be like, I'm telling Lena what she just said because I feel like a lot of this like is people, right now in this moment maybe honestly go back upstairs like go back and upstairs and be like oh you know what I forgot something and like be like your sister just said something really creepy to me because to me a child of that I mean maybe this a child of that age who knows in great detail what it feels like and what it's like to be strangled to death I'm concerned about abuse I'm concerned about Bitch, I'm trying tendencies. to stay alive. I'm going to get the fuck out but of there. I, I could tell her later at a different point, maybe. but I'm not going to stay there Okay, with I, her. I I think that I, I'm, uh, yeah, I still, I'm still only giving you one point. I think, I think this is an emergency and nobody's treating it like an emergency yet is what I'm I feeling. am treating it like an emergency and I'm getting away from it. All right. So I now, think I win. Nope. You're a monster. I am the point monster. I am the one who decides the points. I hate you. I'm sorry. So now Lena's in her nighty, and she comes downstairs looking for Doris, who's not in her bed. 
and she comes down and she finds Doris on the ground with papers sprawled out all around her and she's writing very quickly not looking at the paper looking up sort of to the side and up above her and just writing and scribbling (laughs) i hate her yeah so scribbling dozens of papers sprawled around her what does lena do and what do you do Uh, 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 why? <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a creepy kid. I hate her. <laughs> Kim's like, I throw out a window. <laughs> I, I bury her in the walls. <laughs> I bury my sister alive. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. That's just going to make, make more ghosts. It just me. Yeah. It's yeah, just going to make more I'm, ghosts. Yeah. That's not. No. We need less ghosts, not more ghosts. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Okay. We're alone. Still. Yes. Mom's still out. With Father E.T. Okay. I'm going to ask her what the fuck she's doing. Okay. And find out more there. And okay. then I'm going to call my mom. Got it. And tell her she needs to get home. Okay. Because my daughter, my sister... My sister daughter. My sister daughter. (laughs) It's a whole other level to the movie we just added. (laughs) It's a creepy lunatic. Right. Something's going on. She may need to be hospitalized. Correct. I'm not sure. Correct. Okay. And what does she do? She. What are you looking at? She. 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 Okay. She definitely is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I feel like she's like, gets after it a little bit. Um, yeah. No follow-up questions. She goes Jesus back to Christ. sleep. What are you talking about? She goes back to sleep. I, I am with you. I'm like, this is emergency. What are you talking about? So she goes back up to bed. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you a half a point and you'll find out why later. Okay. In a little bit. I'll take it. Yeah. I took pity on you. So now she goes back upstairs and <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. I was clearly just as upset as you were just then because I just <laughs> I just wrote, she walks away? <laughs> like in all caps with lots of exclamation points and question marks. So she goes into the bedroom and on her bed is her doll. Ooh, and she Lena's looks doll. Lena's doll. Okay. And she looks at the doll and she picks it up. The mouth of the doll is sewn shut. Sewn shut. No. So she marches up to Doris at this point and says, why did you do this? And she says, daddy did it. Daddy did it to stop the voices. And then mom comes into the room. And basically, Lena at this point is like, she's fucking weird, mom. Like, what the fuck? She's like, you're both fucking fucked. Like, what is happening? This is weird. And like, Lena is getting frustrated. Like, she's getting angry rather than scared because she sees this as all stemming from like this scam that her mom has been playing and Doris teaching Doris. Yeah. Now thinking that she can talk to spirits and that she can do fucking creepy shit or whatever the fuck. So mom follows Lena into another room and mom is like, I don't know why you're being like this. Like she's experiencing something amazing. And Lena's like, she's not. 
She's saying platitudes like you used to, that you taught me to say. She's saying things like, you know, your loved one is happy on the other side. Like she's not actually giving any information. It's all just platitudes and you taught her this. And mom's like, no, she knows things. I asked her specifics. How do you explain that? Like the, you know, where I was when... And she's like, she's knowing things that only daddy knew. How do you explain that? And Lena's like, I can't. But God damn it, something like this is fucked. And mom's like, something is happening here. And then Lena says, but it's changing Doris. Mm. If it really was dad, why would he want to change her? Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, Mic that's a drop. really, really good point. She dropped all the mics. Like they're just all, <laughs> all over the. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining mics. I'll see Hallelujah. myself out. Oh, no, you can see. You can come with me. Great. I'm seeing myself out. And you're coming with me. I didn't really me. want to. I felt, I felt pressured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so next morning, Doris is creepily sitting at the table staring ahead. And their mom and Lena are like getting ready for school and whatever. And then Doris just starts going, I don't want to. 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 And they're like, what is your fucking problem, bitch? And she's like, I want to stay here and talk to my friends. So mom, mom looks at Lena and she's like, go upstairs and pack up your sister's stuff. Being like, I'm going to talk to your sister. So she sees when Lena goes upstairs, she sees something under the bed that scares her. What does she find that we've seen before under the bed? What does she do with what she finds under the bed? And what do you do? Three points available here. It's a challenging three-point question because if I don't get the first part of it right, then I can't get the, any other part of it. That's correct. You're a <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> okay. I did give you a clue, though. Something is under her bed that we have seen before but not examined closely. There's many an answer to that. We've seen lots of things. I hope you pick the right one. (laughs) (laughs) It could be the Ouija board. It could be the Sonchette doll. Could be all those things. It could be the papers with whatever the fuck she wrote on them. Could be. It could be the crap bag of money, but like that. It could be all of these things. (laughs) You can only choose one. (laughs) What creepy fucking thing is under her fucking bed? Okay. It could also be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to think of all the things we've talked about. It could be. Okay. Because I love you so much. You've said it. Okay. It's one of those. Nice. Yeah. God, I love you so much. Okay. You really. God, you're such a cheater. With your little puppy dog eyes. Get me to do whatever you want. <laughs> Dumb bitch. <laughs> Ow. That's a, that's a lot of ooh, a lot of feelings that just came at you. <laughs> I need to unpack that at some point. <laughs> um, okay. It's going to be. It's going to be. All right. I'm going to take out the papers because that's. No. Okay. I'm going to. I, okay. It's under whose bed? 
Doris has been. Okay. Lena's going upstairs to pack up Doris's things, mm-hmm. and she finds this under her bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like peeking out. Peeking out? Mm-hmm. Like with eyeballs? <laughs> like a doll's eyeballs? Kim, I'm not just going to give you the goddamn answer. <laughs> I've already given um, you too much. Okay. I'm going to go with crap bag of money. Crap bag of money. Okay. Final answer. And what do you do with that crap bag of money? Oh, I thought I was going to find out first so I could answer the follow-up questions, you Bitch, monster. No. It, uh, <laughs> there's no point in me to answer the questions. So I don't no, know if this is right is or not. there is because the thing is, is like, even if it's not the the okay. thing that you want, what you choose what to I would do, do with that I could thing, do with all you them. could okay. get a point I would probably do that. the same thing with all of them yeah. anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pull out the crap bag. Okay. <laughs> what is that from? Myself. I think that's just us. But isn't that something? I don't know. It I reminds just, me of. Um, it's really flowing off my tongue, though. Like, remi- I'm only going to call my purse a crap a bag from now on. Or it reminds me of the. What? The thing that you had me write to. Oh, my, covered my, in batch Yeah. Yes. Yes. I matched that comedy. Like that, the best thing I've ever written. years ago. Yeah. That was, so Kim had this. I'll just, while it? you're thinking, I'll say real quick. Okay. She was dating this boy on match.com and he turned out to just be like really unstable, but it was a bummer because like he seemed like a really cool dude, but he kind of ghosted you. I remember. And then came back and was just like, I'm sorry. I got involved with like this batshit crazy chick and like I guess we're getting back together but not really and like I'm just not I'm just not here for it like I'm just a mess and Kim was like what do I say to this what do I do and so I said write this it was something along the lines of it was really great getting to know you maybe our paths will cross again someday I'll look for the guy covered in batshit That no, might we be thought it was the best. It thing was ever. the we um, were probably drunk. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, one hundred percent drunk. What is am I crap saying? bag in friends though? Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe we made it up. Maybe it's us. Let's well, just say it, it's, it's our us. thing. Stop stalling, bitch. Okay, I'm gonna take the bag of crap. Yep, the crap bag, and I'm gonna um, confront. I'm gonna bring it downstairs and be like, "Why the fuck was this under Doris's bed?" How did she get it? What is it? What's going on? Mom, look at this. Okay. I think she does the same, hand in hand. Half a point. You're a monster. I'll tell you why. So what she actually finds out in the bed are all those papers she was scribbling. Damn! It was the fucking thing it I was crossed the papers. out! Yeah. And so what she does is she gathers them all up. And her mom has proven to be not helpful. So she takes them to Father E.T. Now, you got a half a point because, like, pulling blankets off things is always going to keep you more alive than not confronting things. So you got a half a point because, like, the mom and Doris are probably going to say something like, it's a miracle. I'm communicating. Blah, 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 blah. But it'll at least, like, get things out in the open, not hidden under beds. Right. But what she does is she takes all of the papers to Father E.T. That's smart. And she's She's a stupid bitch. I hate her. (laughs) No, I think you're the stupid one. She's the (laughs) smart one. So then. God damn it. She's like, I. Does anyone here speak Polish? And Father E.T. To Father E.T. And Father E.T. is like, why? And she's like, I found these at my house. I think they're in Polish. 
And Father E.T. is like, Sister Hannah, I think, like, came from Poland when she was a little girl. She might speak some Polish still. And Lena's like, I saw Doris write these. Whoa. So Lena hands the papers Uh, to Father uh, E.T. Lena goes to leave. And Father E.T. says, what are these? And she goes, hopefully nothing, Father, and leaves. So now... Cut to the father shows up at the house and he says to mom, actually, I would like that reading. So he comes and he sits down at the table with mom, Lena and Doris. And Doris is watching through the back of her head again on the couch, not literally through the back of her Mm -hmm, head, but like mm -hmm. it's that same shot where like she's listening and watching, but hasn't turned around from facing the TV. Mm -hmm. So now they're all sitting at the table. And Wait, Doris is at the couch? Or? Doris is at the couch. Now we've cut to a new, because father, oh, okay, he okay, came okay. in. Now we've cut okay, to a new scene gotcha. and now they're all sitting at the table ready for the reading. And Doris says, Gloria, that's your wife? And she says, Gloria, are you there? And the finder starts moving all over. And Doris says, she's a little hard to hear. And then the finder spells out, I miss you. Mm-hmm. And Father E.T. says, I miss you too, my love. Just so I know it's you, what's my middle name? And the finder spells out, Lynn. Oh. And he goes, Lynn. Yes. Board then spells out, I forgive you. <gasps> Ooh. And he says, for what? And the board spells, fight. Mm-hmm. And he says, Yes, of course. What was the fight about? And the board says, not important. Then the board starts spelling something else out, and it spells, don't hide behind the collar. Want you to be. And then Doris turns to father, and in an older woman's voice says, happy. Mm. And father E.T. stays super chill. And he says, thank you so much, Doris. It's so wonderful to be able to speak to my wife. And he says, but that's not the only reason I'm here. Lena's in trouble. Aren't you, Lena? And mom's like, what? And Lena's like, what? The- what? Yes. I did something, mom. I'm sorry. And father says, is there somewhere where we can go privately to talk about this because she's in big trouble Ooh, smart doris sits at the table and says i want to come and he says hey doris how old are you now and she says nine and he says wow you're almost a lady i have some pretty important stuff to talk to your mom about your sister's in trouble do you think you can hold down the fort here smart and she says yes and he says thank you so much for letting me talk to my wife And then they head upstairs. Doris goes back to watching TV. She goes back in the living room, watching TV. Mom's confused. And they're upstairs in the girl's bedroom. And she says, where did she write them? Like referring to the papers that father has brought. Because obviously Lena's not in trouble. He was trying to write. And father E.T. says, my mother's middle name was Lynn. Not mine. Not or not my wife's. And he says, I trick the spirit. And mom's like, 
so what the fuck are you you came all the way here to tell me that my daughter's a fraud and father et says i don't think your daughter's a fraud see i thought the word lynn i thought it as hard as i could and the board said lynn and lena picks up on it and says yeah because when we ask a question we ourselves think Think of what what the answer is what the answer is and so she says well how do you explain about the fight and he says well i cleared my mind when i said the fight Ah. what was the fight was about and she said not important and changed the subject and then she says okay well explain the fucking voice that came out of her right and he says i mean it was a non-specific female voice it was certainly jarring to hear an adult woman's voice come out of your your daughter's mouth but i i can't say that that was definitely gloria's voice i'm not saying your daughter is a fraud i'm just saying she's not channeling my wife mhm cut back downstairs <laughs> god <laughs> fuck <laughs> thanks to lula that was great the cat just jumped on the couch right next to me it's terrifying <laughs> So on the couch. But she's still like reading your mind then. Right. That's why like, he's saying like, I'm not saying your daughter's a fraud. I'm just saying it's it's not right, these right, benevolent not these, spirits right, of right. my wife yeah, or people's yeah. spouses okay. that are coming through your daughter. Okay. I'm saying this. there is an entity in her. Something. And yeah. That is not being truthful is mm-hmm. basically. So now we cut down to Doris and it's too wide mouth. <laughs> she's just sitting on the couch. No. With whispers coming out of her and her eyes white. And then all of a sudden, the doorbell interrupts, closes her mouth, super chill, gets up to answer the door. It's Smooch Boy. Oh, no. And she says, they're not here, but they'll be back any minute. You can just wait here. No. And she says, do you want to see something neat? No. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't. (laughs) You're weird. I don't. And uh, he's like, I guess she's like, really, they're going to be back like any second. And she's like, I don't trust you. Do you want to see the treasure in the walls? No. And he says, I did hear about that. She says, come on, I'll show you. And he like kind of hesitates. And she's like, they're going to be back any second. So Kim, does he go? And do you go? Absolutely, I do not go. Okay. With this creepy monster kid. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say he goes. Double ding. Oh, no, smooch boy. This doesn't <sighs> bode well for you. So he goes. Back upstairs. We're with Father E.T. And he says, Sister Hannah does read Polish. And it is Polish. What does it say? What does it say? She was really upset. <gasps> It's a journal from a dude named Marcus. Marcus. Remember, Marcus right. is who, yeah. Wait, Marcus who, is who? Is who, when uh, she was oh, testing she out was with like, the magnets, who, right. she says, who, who is, is the this? spirit? Marcus. And, yeah, she says Marcus. But the only person who has a frame of reference for the name Marcus is Lena, Lena, not mom. Right. And so he says, Marcus is a man whose family was rounded up by the Germans during World War II. Oh, shit. This is interspliced with down in the basement with Smooch Boy and Doris and Uh Father E.T. telling us what the journal said. So we're going back and forth. Okay. Got it. So down in the basement, Doris is saying, I found it in here. And Smooch Boy is walking up to the hole in the wall. Voiceover. The journal talks about a doctor at the camps. 
and they called him the devil's doctor. Mm. He was really into the occult and experiments. Kind of sounds like uh. Dr. Mengele, who's an actual terrifying doctor. Do you not know about Dr. Mm. Mengele? I'll do that in a postmortem too, but I need to prepare myself and have much whiskey before even researching it. I don't know that I want to know that. Oh, God. Dr. Mengele. Having a blanket over that. Okay. So after the war, Marcus was freed and he fled to the U.S., as did a lot of Jews in in the camps. They came to the U.S. He lived on the streets for a time and ended up in a mental hospital. In the mental hospital, he recognized one of the doctors. (gasps) It was the devil's doctor under a different name. The devil's doctor checked him out of the asylum and brought him home and continued experiments in his basement. You fucking monster. The journal describes the house. No. It's this one. No! Yeah. So, meanwhile... Oh no. Uh, oh no. Doris. Oh no. No, if we just didn't have the crap bag of money, we yep. would have moved. Yep. Fuck. So now Doris tells Smooch Boy uh-huh. there's got to be more in the walls. No. What does he do? Reaches in the wall. And what do you do? He reaches in the wall. I. <laughs> Really put yourself. I mean, yeah. I'm not down there. You're not down there. like, I ran away. <laughs> Remember when I ran away the first time? Yeah. I never saw her again. Somehow you're back. <laughs> I don't like the creep <laughs> that she is. Right. And I'm going to be like, but I'm a little scared of her. And I don't want to make her angry either. I get it. So this is a predicament you've gotten yourself into. I'm just going to be like, uh, what, 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 what year are we in? 1967. Oh, we're in 1967. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember back in the beginning when I said LA <laughs> 1967, <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. I do. I do. But so often that's like, have you been in modern <laughs> times this whole time? hundred percent. Oh, and it's not modern. But usually when that happens, it's like for a scene and then right. it goes back to modern. But You've that's just been in modern times the all origins. Times? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet, no. I bet the other movies are, are modern yeah, times. But this is 1960 motherfucking seven, bitch. Okay. That ruins my idea. I'm going to get a drone that I control <laughs> with my cell phone. <laughs> but I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, that's so, like, I'm going to like placate her. Okay. Is that the word I'm using yep. correctly? Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Wow, that's awesome. I'm not going to reach my hand in. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. Okay. I'm going to like talk about how cool it is. Okay. And then be like, oh shit, I forgot that I need to call my mom. I like, you know <laughs> I what I mean? Not like, be just, here. I need to figure out a way to like make an excuse to get upstairs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Double I mean, thing. I, I think that your excuses are going to be flimsy for sure but your instinct to not reach your hand in the wall is correct right so whatever you are doing to not reach your hand in the wall is closer to not being dead right, for right, sure right. yeah so i'm giving you that point or like pretend i hear a noise upstairs and be like oh my gosh that must be lena right. lena lena <laughs> how you doing girl lena what's up, what's up? homecoming so <laughs> get away from me you creep <laughs> 
So he reaches his hand in the wall, obviously. My instinct was to bash the child's head against the wall and run away, but I, I didn't want to actually do that. I don't so. think you'd be wrong there. I, 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 I mean, you'd be arrested and go to jail, but yeah, as felt, you'll see later, it might be better. I felt bad because I was like, I mean, it's not like her. It's like a she's right. being possessed. Right. So it's like, well, let's see what happens. All right. So Smooch Boy does reach in and he no. pulls out what? an old timey doctor's bag no different kind of crap bag and he opens it up and there's a bunch of old timey ids inside oh now we're listening (sighs) to father et upstairs and Mm -hmm. he said it wasn't just marcus that he brought back there of course not he brought lots and lots of them back of course he did because he's a fucking monster yes i feel like this story is something i've heard before so this must be well i mean dr mangala is a real so there must be some other horror movie that has a storyline along these lines one of the things that they believe is dr mangala escaped to brazil because there's a tiny little he was obsessed with twins and there's a town in brazil where it's like fucking like 80 percent twins and they believe that he went there and and continued his experiments and either produced more twins or went right. there because they had a higher instance of twins. I've definitely heard that. I mean, Devil's Doctor is definitely 100% based on Dr. Mangla, like for sure. So there's a, another great podcast, uh, last podcast on the left that does like a three-part story of Dr. Mangala. Hmm. And it's um, not something you can listen to in long bouts. Oof. It requires pausing and no, going and, you. you know, smelling flowers or, yeah. Yeah, don't listen to this. <laughs> I'm uh, too sensitive. But then also, everyone else listen to it. It's fascinating. <laughs> I like fake stories. <laughs> yeah. No, this is very real. So, the Devil's Doctor, back back in the basement, we learned that the Devil's Doctor cut out all of their tongues, severed their vocal cords, Fuck you. and sealed their mouths shut. <gasps> so that when he had parties upstairs uh, i hate you his guests wouldn't hear fuck you the screams fuck you now we're back downstairs and creepy doris says so much more could be in the walls that could help my family what like what more crap bags of cash maybe look we've already found two crap bags yeah we don't need any more crap she wants all the crap bags and so smooch boy keeps reaching in why now behind him is he like freaked out or like weirded out or he's just like he's very weirded he's very weirded but i also think like intrigued intrigued and there is a hole in the wall out of which with crap bags inside so it's like there probably is a sense of what the fuck is in here yeah but he no he's creeped he's not a crazy person he's creeped okay but he's definitely letting his curiosity get the best of him right so the camera is on it as if we are inside the hole. So okay. we're like looking at his face Reach and in. she's behind him. Right. And oh, no. we just see. <coughs> and her neck is just cracking and moving in like creepy ways. And her eyes are white. And I wrote behind him. We see neck crack demon face of creepy Doris. Okay. Upstairs. Father E.T. is saying that the journal goes past Marcus's death. What? past his murder Uh there is more 
talk after he has died. He talks about the other voices of the victims in death. He talks about how cold it is Mm -hmm. and that every one of the victims is there and insane. (sighs) And there's other non-human entities in there with him as well that are taking him over. And he talks about feeling so, so cold. Downstairs, as Father E.T. is talking, creepy neckcrack Doris says, your dad was right. Then a skull <laughs> bones falls out. Bones. This house has good bones. Fast flash what? next to him. Grabs his face. His eyes go white. Demon whisper. Okay. What is it? Stop. Back upstairs. <laughs> and so mom upset. is like, no, no, no. This is bullshit. She knew things that only Roger and I knew. And Lena says, yeah. She knew things that the house knew things. She knew things that happened in the house. (sighs) They were watching. And so mom goes, okay, okay, let's move. And Father E.T. goes, "Uh uh-uh, you have a haunted kid. Sorry. Wherever you go, and Doris goes, you just, like, the demon's coming with you. Sorry. And so then Lena goes, wait a minute, stop talking. They're watching us and they can hear us. (gasps) Stop talking. Oh, shit. So the three of them go downstairs and they're like, Doris? No, Doris. Then they hear a thump above them and pitter patter and a crash. (laughs) And something is happening upstairs Upstairs. just from where they came from. All of a sudden, Smooch Boy falls from the ceiling, (gasps) hung by a noose. What? Lena loses her mind she's screaming she's screaming she's screaming father et is in shock just like staring at this body hanging from the ceiling mom rushes to lena and says calm down we have to find your sister we must find your sister what about this fucking kid i think she's went into mama bear mode where she's like people are dying now i can't worry about dead smooch do boy do we not want to like lift him up and un that's get exactly what i said out? i what was like fuck maybe I was like, why do we live? know that he's dead for sure right away is your immediate reaction not like lift him that's what, what, I, that's what I said i was like but maybe maybe i don't know i'm not a mom maybe i don't know so she Nor does not do i ever him. want to be one because creepy because, kids because creepy kids so all of a sudden they stop and they hear classical music coming from the basement <laughs> they head back downstairs and they say downstairs they head down to the basement to the basement okay they've decided that they're going to burn the ouija board and the furnace is downstairs have they found doris yet no but they're like clearly some shit is happening we've got to burn seems okay that whatever board yeah so they go downstairs and they light a match And as they light a match, they see the skull. And that's where they realize that there are bones in... Well, they also went down to the basement because they heard classical music. So they're like, Doris is probably down here. Right. So as they see all the bones inside, because they've lit the match and now can see inside the hole where all Mm -hmm. those things were, Lena turns to mom. What rule does she realize they just broke? Graveyard. (sighs) graveyard graveyard ding so she realizes they've broken a second rule so they're burning the board and then they hear mommy help oh no it's coming from behind the wall and there's a grate 
underneath. Mm-hmm. So the father says, I'm going to go in alone. No. Lena is a total Sammy because she goes, going by yourself seems like a bad idea. Don't you think we should stay together? <laughs> yeah. And father is like, if I find her, I'll bring her out. He's like, I am a collared fellow. I'm a collared fellow. I will be protected by the Holy Ghost. Hopefully. So as he crawls in, the music is getting louder and louder and louder. He comes into a completely other room with a phonograph playing. And the phonograph is playing an old-timey semi-opera. And I'm reading the subtitles underneath. Mm -hmm. And the last line is, Goodbye, little girl. Mm -hmm. Eyes down. (laughs) That's the thing you showed me. Yeah. I'll post what I showed Kim. It's in. It's a very serialized inside joke at this point that our Sammys will know, so I'll, I'll post it. It's from when I powered down during House of Wax for What's yeah. in the Vax. Yeah. <laughs> so he's standing in a creep room, and it's all old-timey doctor tools. Doris comes out of the shadows, and she's kind of standing in the shadows. Like, we can tell it's Doris, right. but we can't get a good look at her. And she says, that's where he died. And Father E.T. starts saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And she says, Oh, he can't see this house. If God could see this house, we wouldn't still be here. What? Now multiple voices are coming out of Doris's mouth as she says this. And she's standing in the shadows. And Father E.T. says, I'm sorry this happened to you. Come with me. I can help you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of... (laughs) And she scream flies to him with her mouth wide and her eyes white and black. Back out in the other room, the other basement room with the girls. They hear someone crawling back out through the grate. Here comes father crawling out. He's crouched over and they say, father, where is she? Still hunched over, he says. She's part of the walls now. He stands and he's white eyes holding a knife and he starts chasing after them and says she told me the most wonderful things he chases them up the stairs lena runs straight to the front door and tries to get out it's locked from the outside she's locked inside the house mom is somehow trapped in a closet at the top of the stairs like with him holding a knife white eyes and then all of a sudden his eyes go normal And he shuts her in the closet, presumably to, like, protect her. And he takes a breath when all of a sudden, (gasps) creepy wide mouth doors on the ceiling. What? No, on the ceiling? Yeah. Crawling on the ceiling? Crawling on the ceiling towards him with fucking wide mouth and white eyes. And he's like, (laughs) fuck, and falls down the stairs and dies. What? Yeah. Father E.T. Yeah. Oh, my God. He fucking pulled a Kim, saw a ceiling crawl, (laughs) fall down the stairs, and died. (laughs) He was oh. like, fuck this. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, for all I know, he literally just swung down the stairs. He's like, it's like, no. I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. you know, what? I mean, goodbye. So okay, now I'm with you. Yeah. Hand in hand. Yep. Swan diving down the stairs. <laughs> so, Peace breaks out. his neck immediately, blood spurting, and he's just like, goodbye. So now. Goodbye. Mom and Lena come together and they hear giggling. No, fuck, I hate this so much. The board is no longer in the furnace. It's unscathed back on the table. 
set up. Of course it is. Of course it is. Lena says, what do we do? Kim, what do we do? Oh, no. And I'll give you a clue. There isn't a what do they do because something happens to them where we don't get the answer to what they would do. So I'm just asking, what would you do? Oh. <laughs> just what would you do? You mean swan dive oh, down mean the stairs? Down <laughs> I was like, didn't I just say that I would swan dive down the stairs? Was that that's that? Oh, is that not how I stay alive? Right. Right. right, right okay. Right. Okay. What do we do? What do we do? Okay. We are. I'm with my mom. Yep. Doris is gone. We have. Did we see Doris on the ceiling? Mm-mm. Okay. Where are we? We're up uh, on the first on the first floor, like on the you know right. e- e- entrance exit floor <laughs> to the home, <laughs> like the living room. Right. Floor. Yes. Thank okay. you. Not the bedroom place. Not the basement place. Got it. The, the, the exit enter place. Exit enter place. <laughs> okay. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying. You're and making it very clear <laughs> as to exactly where we are. <laughs> What do we do? Okay. Look. Yes. Look. Uh-huh. I'm going... Oh, fuck. You know what? What? No. You what? know what? What? No. I'm going <laughs> to get the fuck out of this house. How are you going to get out, bitch? The door's I'm... locked. Fuck the door. Okay. Let's Who hear the it. fuck you think Let's I am? hear it. Kim's like, I climbed out plenty of windows. Exactly. And that's my plan. Once again, I'm going to throw a chair or something through a window and get the fuck out of this fucking monster house. Love it. So. Okay. I don't know what the, how the fuck that's going to keep Doris alive, but it's sure shit going to keep you alive. Exactly. Fuck Doris. Yeah. Fuck Doris. <laughs> that's what, that was my, you know what? No. You know what? No. Because originally <laughs> I was like, well, I need to take, I need to save my sister. And then I was like, you know fuck what? No. no. Fuck Doris. <laughs> I need to save myself. Fuck you, Doris. That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> the tale of fuck Doris. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, before you're a they, crap bag, Doris. You're a crap bag, Doris. Before they can decide what to do, an invisible entity grabs mom and pulls her back into the dining room. Oh, God. And then Hung Smooch Boy bungees to Lena and pulls, throws her up the stairs. <laughs> and then is dead again. Oh, my God. So he was just puppet bungee Smooch Boy. <laughs> I'm so upset. So now Lena is like unconscious at the top of the stairs mom is unconscious at the bottom of the stairs but like you know in sort of a corner around the room like not immediately visible at the at the bottom of the stairs okay but guess who's standing at the bottom of the stairs fucking creepy crap bag doris where they're fucking i just had a brain aneurysm i'm so stressed <laughs> yeah so with stressed. her fucking wide mouth <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs and then all of a sudden I don't she want to look up pictures of this to post on Instagram oh, I'm so it's going to be great so creepy crap bag wide mouth Doris fucking fast crawls up the wall <laughs> to Lena ah, no did you know that you also hated wall crawls because you do, do. you do the same as ceiling crawls all, I don't like them they're bad so she <laughs> <laughs> And so before upset. we can see what what I'm creepy sweating. crap back doors so into okay. Lena, we're uh-huh. back with mom, who's now like kind of coming to getting back up off the floor, and she looks upstairs. Wait, wait, okay. Mom, mom wakes up. And mom she wakes back. up okay. and she looks, looks upstairs, upstairs uh-huh. and she sees Doris, hold like holding unconscious Lena no. in her lap Get away from her, you monster, with like her legs wrapped around her Get and holding her. her head, and she's just going. <laughs> 
and mom says stop stop talk so then she says stop talk to me okay. i'm a vessel i can help you uh-huh. and she just goes she's a better vessel and she says what do you want from her voice and she says, take mine. You can cut it all. You can cut it out for all I care. Just take me. Then all of a sudden, Smooch Boy falls from the ceiling, no longer noosed. And Doris is poof, gone. No, she's not. She's behind her. We'll take all of you. Grabs her head, pulls her back black. So now something is dragging mom down the stairs. Mom wakes up and it's scary Dora smile over her face. <laughs> Fuck you, crap, creep, crap, creep, creep, crap, creep, crap, creep, crap, crap, Doris. Someone picks Lena up. Back, we're back upstairs. Right, Someone right, right. picks mm-hmm. Lena up mm-hmm. and softly puts her into bed. Mm-hmm. It's dad. No. She wakes up, but he's gone. Dad. Then she sees the doll with the mouth sewn shut. Uh-huh. And she relives the fight she had with Doris, where Doris says, Daddy did it. She then sees her dad on the foot of the bed holding the doll. She figured something out. Kim? What? What does she do and what do you do? What did she figure out? (laughs) Okay. If you get what she figures out, great. But what I will tell you is not knowing what she figured out won't it, okay. it is important but it or, won't necessarily mean that you don't get this answer right in particular there's like a multi-level okay. answer the, to the question happening. is what does she do <laughs> the question is can i swan dive down the stairs <laughs> uh yeah so what it, what does she do next so like dad her, is dad's she, kind of poofed away again okay okay, okay. yeah and and uh, the doll is gone and the doll is gone and her mom has been dragged downstairs and Lena is now like untethered to Doris and is like, I got to figure this out. Wait, I don't know. Okay. Um, Even if you haven't figured it out, you can just tell me what you would do. I know, but I really want to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because daddy sewed it shut. Daddy's good. Is he good? Are we not sure? Daddy sewed it shut, but also the doctor was doing that, which was not good. And maybe the whole time she thought that daddy was not, turns out not daddy because it was the doctor. Ooh, now you're getting dark. Um, so it's so dark in here. This is <laughs> so cold. So cold. <laughs> oh God. Uh, because, okay, so... <laughs> I still don't know where that leads. <laughs> you sound like you're trapped 47 meters down right now. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. There's too much ceiling and wall crawling. <laughs> I mean, okay. How do I get out of this situation? What if? Wait, the question is, what does she do? Yeah. <laughs> Kim's like, where am I? Who am I? I thought maybe What's I happening? could answer some what I would do. Okay. No, but, you, there is a what would you do as well. It's what would you do and what would she do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what would you do, honey? I'm going to jump out the window. Okay. <laughs> but like in a stay alive way. No, I get it. No, not, not a, a swan dive down the stairs. Swan- yeah. No, I get <laughs> it. Not going to head first jump yeah. out. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like. It. You're going to like. I'm sneaking out the window. Got again. it. Like got I'm it. sneaking out. Yes. 
okay to save my life and what does she do what does it do that she she goes downstairs Mm -hmm. she it's like something about giving voice or taking voice away (gasps) but like how and why and (gasps) how and when and where and what how what do i do and so maybe who i'm just playing with you (laughs) (laughs) okay i guess i guess uses the ouija to communicate one point for jumping out the window okay (laughs) she goes downstairs to the basement okay in the basement with mom mom is tied up like shackled to the bed you know like it's it's like a it's like a bed yeah it's like because we're like in a creepy doctor place so he's got like a like a so wait we're in the other room of Mm -hmm. the basement now yeah okay wait so she goes down to the basement and crawls through the hole yeah and drags her mom through it Wait, what? Yeah. So now they're in like the creepy like experiment doctor place. And her mom is unconscious? Yeah. And she's being shackled to a table by Doris. And Doris. Wait, wait, wait. You just said she drags her mom through. Remember her mom was being, we just saw the mom being dragged somewhere. Yeah. Now we know where the mom was being dragged. The mom was being dragged into the the devil's doctor experiment room. And she's now being shackled to like a doctor's, an old timey doctor's table but is being secured to the bed. Okay. Okay. And Lena goes there. Yeah. Lena goes down, but we see what's happening before Lena gets down there. Okay. Yeah. And so mom is kind of coming to on the, on the um, inspection table. That's not what I mean. Examination table. Mm -hmm. It's an old timey examination table. I couldn't think of the word. Doris picks up a knife and mom says, I just wanted you to be able to talk to daddy. And Doris says, he's gone. He's in the dark. And he screams and screams and screams and screams and screams and thwack. No, he doesn't. <gasps> Lena fucking Fuck yes. smacks Doris in the head with some Fuck fucking you, shit down there. Creepy crap bag Doris. <laughs> creepy crap bag Doris. So then Lena hits her with some shit and she looks at the examination table and she picks up this cobwebby old needle it's like those rounded needles that you would use to like give someone stitches to sew up a mouth mouth. and doris is wide mouth screaming and pushing her back with the energy that's coming out of her mouth so Mm -hmm. she's "Ah," Ah. pushing her back and lena is gets to her and pushes her down to the ground and starts sewing Sewing her her mouth okay and then all of a sudden the mirror demons are behind lena and pulling lena back and lena's trying to struggle Uh to 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 not get pulled off of her and continuing to sew up doris's mouth they're trying to pull her away and she finishes and silence then we see daddy standing next to the table and doris standing next to him and doris standing next to him and says daddy and she takes his hand Smash cut to mom still chained to the table. She rips her hand out of the cuff. And I was like, oh, I hope she's not a hand model. (laughs) Doris is on the floor again, mouth sewn shut, dead. And mom says, Doris. Mom looks at her face and sees that it's all sewn shut. And we see Lena in the corner, just crouched in like the fetal position. And we see Lena stand up, but the camera's like on 
mom and Doris, we just see Lena stand up in the background. Mm -hmm. And she says, I had to stop. I had to stop the voices. Lena kneels down next to her mom, touches her shoulder, turns to her. White eyes. Stab. Stab. Ah! Stab. Ah! Her eyes unwhite. And she realizes what she just did. As her mom is dying, her mom says, it wasn't you. And then she dies. Now we see mom and we see Doris and we see daddy standing over her shoulder. Mm. Lena scream cries. She's all alone. Mm. Black. Smash cut to Lena in a mental hospital. And the doctor says, where did you go just now? No. And Lena says, what were we talking about? Doctor says, where to find your sister's body? Of course, of course. My mother would know. No, your mother is dead because you, right, of course, of course. You've been here two months, Lena, and nothing. Well, all you need to know about my mother is that she never wanted us to be alone. After my dad died, that's all she ever wanted. And now we won't be. Cut to Lena being wheeled back to her room. Mm -hmm. She's locked into her room and she pulls this board out from under her bed, just like a cardboard thing. Mm -hmm. She bites her finger and she draws the letters of a Ouija board Mm -hmm. in blood on the cardboard. Uh Then she takes a pair of spectacles that she stole and she pops one of the lenses out Uh and she holds it in her hand and her hands in a triangle like the finder of the Ouija board and says, Doris, are you there? Cut to the doctor walking down the hall past all of the rooms, checking off, making sure all of his patients aren't, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. writing poems and poop on the walls. And he's making notes and he walks by Lena's room and then stops after he walks past it because he realizes out of the corner of his eye, it wasn't just Lena in that room. There was somebody else in there with her. Mm -hmm. So he turns back to Lena's room and Lena's right (laughs) at the window Uh staring at him. Then we see behind him. Here comes creepy crap bag Doris calling on the ceiling. Black. (laughs) The end. Goodbye. So upset. All right. So upset. You compose yourself. I'm going to count your points. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, guys. This is Kat and Kim. And we just want to let you know about our brand new Patreon we just launched. You can find us at www.kimandcatstayalive.com. And you'll also find merch on there. Check out our merch store and follow us on social media at KKSamPodcast. We love you. Bye. You want to see how many points Creepy Crap Bag Doris gave you? Oh, yes, please. She gave you 18 out of 28 points. Not bad. Not bad. You got half of your dead or lives. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and you got 15 out of 22 on the questions. So that's uh, pretty good. I didn't feel I didn't feel super confident on the questions, but I that's think okay. they put a blanket over a lot of stuff that you wouldn't have put a blanket over. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. But it's like, it's 1967. People were muffling a lot of shit. True. Dude, it was so good. That was really good. Okay. Three follow-up questions. I have three. All right. The first one was, are the clown or 
Ouija demon. I'm gonna go with Art the Clown. I'm gonna go with Art the Clown too. I he's, mean, he's, he's more he's a like, terrifying monster, but I feel like I can I can get away from him. Yeah, you can like stab, fight, decapitate right. Art the Clown. I don't know what the fuck creepy crap Agdoras is dealing with. I know that I can get away from Ouija I, Demon. I agree. Which is why I don't want to play Ouija in a graveyard with you, you fucking monster. Damn it! How did you even propose that question after watching this movie? You proposed that question to me at the beginning I of this know. episode <laughs> when you had already seen this movie. <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with I you, you monster? I think it's because I... One, Are you already a crap bag right now? How do you Are you a crap bag? <laughs> Stop it. I think one is that I don't find graveyards creepy. I love them. I find I find peace in them. So they don't hold the same thing. It's to me. It's breaking the rules. I I don't care about the graveyard. I hear you. It just seems so. I don't want to play Ouija. Wait, you're not going to do even Ouija with me? I don't want to. What if we don't do it in a graveyard? We don't do it alone and we say goodbye. They broke it. two out of the three. They broke all three rules. At no point did I ever tell you that they said goodbye. They I broke that. three rules. I'll, I'll consider it. Okay. What was the other follow-up um, question? What was our, what would the thing we would say to each other to figure out if it was us? As it, oh, I know as what it, it would be. And I feel okay saying this because now we'll just have to come up with another one. <laughs> now we can't use this one. But like if we didn't have this podcast, I know what I would ask. What? It would be, what was our code word to find out if the other one was too drunk? That was my instinct too. That was my first instinct. Mm-hmm. But we've already shared that anyway. Right. Bagels and cream cheese. Yeah, that's true. No, we well, shared but, that on the podcast. No, no, no. That's why I was saying if we didn't have this podcast. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was like just something that you and I had. I feel like it's not something you could easily guess because right. yeah. it doesn't even quite make Makes sense. sense. I, I agree. What is the thing you say to each other to make sure that the other one isn't too drunk to drive and the answer is home? bagels, bagels and, cream, and cheese. cream cheese. That yeah, doesn't yeah, make yeah. any sense. So that's why I'm saying like now we're going to have to come up with another one that yes. we can't say on the podcast <laughs> because then. Agreed. Yeah. That was good. That was my that was my instinct Aww. question as well. Oh, my God. We would have asked the same one. We should actually just come up with this is the thing to be prepared. To be prepared that we ask. Just in case. Especially if we're going to Ouija, we need to be prepared for one of us to fucking become a demon. Fucking become a crap demon. demon. (laughs) But I think we could, it wouldn't even have to be like an answer to a question. It could just be we come up with a phrase that means nothing to anybody. Like it means nothing. It's random. It's not a random phrase. Okay, third follow-up question. Yeah. When you played Ouija, was there any, like, creepy things when you've ever played? Or, like, what's the most interesting or creepy thing? I feel like I was playing with... I never felt creeped. And that always bummed me out. Because I feel like I was playing with, like, a lot of girls at a slumber party. Right. And somebody, I could always say, fucking Aaron Murphy is probably moving that shit. Mm. Like, it Mm -hmm. was never with people that I trust. Right. To not be fucking around. Got but it. yeah, we played at Vicky Colbertson's house and I was like, I remember being like very into it. I played it. with my friend Vicky too. Shut the fuck up. Was it the same Vicky? Or is it all Are both one our Vicky's crap Vicky? bags? Ah! Uh, so I remember like really wanting to be into it and other people not taking it as seriously as I wanted to take it. So I feel like I haven't had like a true Ouija experience. So I played at my friend Vicky's house all the time okay and it we did play in big slumber party Mm -hmm. ways but also in smaller ways like we would just play a lot and Mm -hmm. have seances a lot like we were really into that shit Uh uh-huh so 
we have lots of experiences <gasps> and we like kind of thought her house was haunted because there was like some weird things that would happen in her house and like in the hallways and stuff like that. Oh, so that's awesome. Um, one time we were talking to someone and they said their name was Barry, which <gasps> is my stepdad's name. And, and we like, asked dead? if they were in heaven or hell and they said hell. <gasps> and we said, why are you in hell? And they said, because I killed someone or <gasps> murder. And I think they said murder. And then we said, who did you murder? And it spelled out Bobby, <gasps> which is my brother's name. <laughs> That's fucking scary. And I was like, shit. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, and then you swan dove down the stairs. <laughs> and then other times and this would happen like sometimes where it was just like i think i said this before on the podcast but it was just like we had heard that like if it starts spelling things wrong it's the devil oh i do remember you saying that so anytime it would start like just spelling fucking weird shit just like incoherent letters we'd be like it's the devil devil." we'd be like goodbye (laughs) close it i just had a great idea for a for some bone con bone con what? We get a Ouija board and we film us doing it. <laughs> Why? Yes. Or we do it all together. We could do like a live, like stop, a Twitch thing. Stop trying something. to fucking get out of this. No, we can't. It has to just be, I feel like that's inviting too much energy. It needs to be focused energy. Because oh, okay. I feel like that's what didn't work for me. Like everyone has to be on the same page. And if it's like, too, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I think our Sammies would be. Let's do it. Let's totally Giving do it. good energy. I love it. So yeah, you should watch it. That was really good and really terrifying. I know. Um, I have to go to court. Stop! <laughs> what is scarier when I do Red's voice or when I do that? That. Yeah. That. Whispers. Hundred percent. Scary. Pretty scary. Hundred percent. I guess in closing, I'm mm, never gonna sleep again. So Mike Flanagan, hey. can we be in oh, your crap how do we get bag? Of, can we be in your in your crap bag of characters, please? <laughs> We'd like to be in your crap bag. Please. Like, please let us into your crap bag. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get out of here. All right. We love you all. This has been Kim Kim and Kat Stay Stay Alive. Alive. Maybe. Maybe. So until you swan dive down the stairs. Goodbye. Next week. Yeah. And next week. Goodbye. Or Monday. Or Monday. Monday. Oh, yeah. We'll see you on Monday. See you so soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I just can't hear this whisper so many years.